ESPN Tri-Cities presents High School Baseball. And the pitch from Clemente is towered towards right field. That is well hit. They're not going to get it. That could clear ball. It's off the base of the ball. One is in. Two is in. Coach Archer says, I'm just going to hold Kale Conrad. And an RBI double makes it 3 to nothing. This afternoon, a Tri-Cities rivalry is renewed as the Carney Bearcats welcome in the Grand Island Islanders. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Now a 1-2 count to Rich with Myers on deck. Curveball chopped into the ground. That'll get a run home. They'll have to play it. It's short. The throw to first dropped it. I'm going to call it a hit because I'm not sure he would have thrown Rich out. He was hustling. Grand Allen has not played since a 2 to nothing loss to the Bearcats last Thursday. While Carney will look to bounce back from last night's shutout loss at Hastings. It's the Islanders and the Bearcats coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio Sports Director Doug Duda live from Memorial Field in Kearney right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Hey, good afternoon, everyone. From Historic Memorial Field, it is time for Heartland Athletic Conference Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, 92.1 FM, 1460 AM, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. With our producer-engineer, Grant Ty, Doug Duda, glad to have you along. Should be a pretty nice afternoon, considering the weather that we have and haven't been having here over the last few weeks. Grand Island and Kearney. Grand Island hasn't played since a 2-0 loss to Kearney late on Thursday night. They were rained out in Lincoln. Kearney was able to play in Lincoln because they were on more of a Turf field in one spot, although Sherman wasn't exactly 100% when they played on that on Saturday. Grand Island has only played eight games on this season that is almost a month old. Four and four. Kearney has played 16, twice as many. There's seven and nine, and they are getting ready for the Heartland Athletic Conference tournament that begins on Thursday. We'll take a look at that coming up later on in the broadcast. We will hear from both of the coaches, Brad Archer of Kearney, Kirby Wells, of uh, Grand Island as they get ready to battle tonight. Plus, take a look at the starting lineups, and we'll be back in a minute here on ESPN. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters, trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney, voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! And we're back here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show from Memorial Field as Connie returns home to take on Grand Island. And 
Carney's played 16 ball games. Grand Island's had some bad luck. Uh, evidently, the rain wasn't as bad where you played Saturday, where Grand Island had to play. They got wiped out, Coach. Uh, so they haven't played since you guys got together last Thursday. Well, that's true, and, and I'm not sure if they made up their Northeast game or not yesterday. But, uh, no, they've been off for a while, and usually in Lincoln, if it rains just a little bit at Densmore where they were supposed to play, they usually call that off. But uh, we got in our games at uh, uh, Sherman Field and, and Hartog Field. Tell us a little bit about last week's matchup uh, with Grand Island. Obviously, Cal Higgins had a heck of a time on the mound. Uh, for anybody that watched the game, they know the strike zone was pretty big, but that was both ways. What did you take out of that first matchup with the Islanders? Well, uh, as you said, I thought uh, both pitchers threw well, and, and the strike zone was a little larger than what we're accustomed to, so that makes it tough on the hitters. But uh, it was a well-played game by both teams. We were just able to uh, get a couple hits and a couple key hits in that game. Brad Archer, head coach at Kearney, joining us here on the pregame show. Kind of thought there for a few games that the bats had woke up a little bit, but that's not necessarily the case. And the pitching has actually kept you in some ball games, and including last night, a couple errors. That might have been a one nothing game. Uh, for sure. Our pitching, you know, I've been really uh, happy with our pitching. All of our pitchers have done a great job. And you'll notice most of our scores are, are fairly uh, low scoring as far as us giving up runs and those type of things here, especially uh, lately. But uh, nothing but good things to say about our pitching. Uh, Lucas Wagner, who's a sophomore for us, uh, threw well last night. And uh, as you said, uh, we just weren't able to make a couple throws over to first base because that game should have been uh, 0-0 going into uh, at least the sixth inning. Coach, uh, you're trying to set yourself up for the conference tournament later this week, which might be affected by the weather. So Riley Miller is going to get the start today. He's made a few appearances for you. Uh, tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, Riley's uh, thrown in relief and also made a couple starts for us. So he's going to get the ball today. And he threw uh, last Thursday in one of our games. So we're going to go with him. And then, uh, you know, to be honest with you, the hack tournament starts on Thursday and we're kind of going to approach that like a uh, district tournament so we're going to throw Braden Anderson and, and uh, Cal Higgins on Thursday and uh, kind of looking forward or looking ahead I should say the district tournament uh, even though we haven't had the greatest year here we still have some time to turn some things around and and with uh, high school baseball versus summer baseball the district tournament single elimination so if we can get some things going and get on a roll uh, anything can happen when it's single elimination later in the year. Coach, last time we talked, uh, you had tweaked the lineup a little bit, maybe got a new kid or two in the lineup or moved the batting order a little bit. Uh, how are you going to put things together for today's game? And, and what are a couple of the positives that have happened, even though you're not hitting the ball a, a whole lot here? Well, like it said, I think uh, our pitching has definitely been a positive, and, and I think for the most part, you know, defensively in the outfield and those type of places, uh, we've played well. Uh, we're certainly struggling with the bat. We haven't scored uh, many runs here as of late, uh, except for one game. We are going to juggle the lineup a little bit, make some tweets. Uh, we're, we're looking for anybody to uh, step up and, you know, as kids get opportunities and whatnot, uh, uh, we're giving other kids opportunities uh, as well. So, uh, like I said, we're just kind of scrambling, trying to, to uh, find a way to uh, score some more runs because uh, the problem is, is when you don't score runs, then, you know, any mistake that you make defensively kind of gets uh, uh, modified right there and, and uh, or sticks out because uh, we're kind of behind the eight ball and we're not sure if we're going to score, et cetera. So we've got to find some 
find some ways to score some runs and, and uh, get some more base runners. And then as with any baseball game, uh, if we do get some runners in scoring position, uh, we've got to get find a way to get some two-out hits to score them. All right, Coach, best of luck today and in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Thanks for the time. Okay, thanks. That's Brad Archer, head coach of your Carney High Bearcats, and back with more from Memorial Field as the Bearcats are ready to take on Grand Island here on ESPN. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. And let's take a look now at the starting lineups for today's baseball game, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for the visiting Islanders of Grand Island, batting first and playing shortstop, Braden Wenzel. Batting second at third base, Jaden Jurgensmeyer. Holding down the plate, doing the catching and batting third, is Braden Robinson. The cleanup hitter is your first baseman, Mike Berman. Batting fifth and playing left field for the Islanders is Sam Hartman. Batting sixth at second base is Jackson Hansen. The designated hitter is Carson Lighting. He'll bat seventh. Batting eighth in center field is Eli Ahrens. And batting ninth in right field is Seth Myers. And doing the pitching today is number 11, Tyler Fay. And this will be his third start of the season. The head coach. At Grand Island, Kirby Wells, assisted by Joe Wells and Thompson Cook, and they come in with a record of 4-4 four and four on the season. For the Kearney Bearcats, starting it off today at second base will be Reese Bober. Playing third base and batting second is Brayden Anderson. In left field, batting third is Cale Conrad. The designated hitter will be Tanner Johnson, and he'll be in the cleanup spot number four. Batting fifth and in center field, Easton Bruce. Doing the catching and batting sixth is Max Myers. Corbin Rich will play first base and bat seventh. Batting eighth in right field is Creed Martin. And batting ninth at shortstop will be Seth Altwine. Doing the pitching is number 22, Riley Miller, getting another start here today. Carney comes in with a record of 7-9. They are coached by Brad Archer, Matt Conant, and Josh Redman. Of course, Josh's brother Jake is one of the head JV coaches over at Grand Island. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Now, as far as any injuries, we're in pretty good shape, it looks like, for both of the ball clubs. Conrad had to miss a game for Kearney High, but uh, ready to roll and trying to shake off those errors. That'll be the key. Kearney hasn't hit the ball all that well. They had a little spurt there, about even, in a, even against those state-rated teams, they had a few good innings, but... Uh, the last three didn't hit the ball all that well. Had a good game against the Lincoln High team 
that has struggled so far this season. But uh, we can win some low-scoring games. As you heard Coach Archer say, their pitching has been pretty good, but they cannot give free bases. And after that 5 nothing loss last night to Hastings, that's again what they did, three key errors in that baseball game. And some of them are just pretty fundamental, according to Coach Archer and in the ones we've seen. For Grand Island, haven't played here in a few games and got a couple last Thursday, and they split those games with a comeback, a walk-off home run win against Norfolk and then uh, falling in the game 2 to nothing to Carney uh, High. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. They will get you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney. It will be Grand Island and Kearney getting ready to do battle, and when we return, had a chance to talk to Kirby Wells on today's Doug and Daddy show. We'll hear that interview right after this. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Well, earlier today on the Doug and Daddy Show, we had a chance to talk with Grand Island baseball coach Kirby Wells, and I asked him if he's been able to uh, get anything going here because Carney got to play at Lincoln on Saturday, and Grand Island didn't. Hey, Doug. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we uh, Lincoln got a lot of rain, and uh, we were supposed to be at Densmore, and, and uh, I think it rained there on Thursday and Friday, and then rained too much for us to play, so, but... Uh, yeah, you know, we're off to a good start, and, and we've only had eight games and continuing to get better every day. What have you been able to learn since this season is, you know, a month old now, and you only have those eight games, and you had that tri- double duel with Carney and Norfolk last week, so the last team you played was Carney. You play them again today, but is it too soon, or have you learned some things about your team? You know, I've learned some things. It's, uh, you know, being only eight games in, you try to get guys in the right spots, and then we're still kind of mixing and matching and, and and trying to find those guys that, you know, in the right spot in the order and the right spot defensively, and, and then got a pretty good idea of, of who our top arms are. So, uh, obviously, only being a month in, we're, we still got some things to figure out, but we, we, got, uh, we got a pretty good set so far. Coach, usually at some point in time in the season, there's a big aha moment when you realize that this is the right lineup, have you had those where you're pretty sure that this is the guy and we're going, and we're going forward with him? Yeah, a couple, a couple of them, you know, we, we had some success on the mound with some guys and Jane Jurgensmeyer's a, a three-year player who, who pitched as a sophomore and we kind of knew we, we could rely on him to, um, to be one of our top arms and, and, and Tyler Faye's shown some growth on the mound as well. And, 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 uh, you know, Carson Lighting, just being a sophomore, had a big walk-off three-run home run against Norfolk the other day, and he, he's kind of placed himself into that DH role. But, but we're still trying to figure things out, and, and is, we just need to play in order, in order to do that. 
Kirby Wells, head baseball coach at Grand Island. Uh, who gets the nod on the mound today? Uh, Tyler Faye is going to start today on the mound, and, and he's coming off a good performance against Elkhorn Norris. He uh, he pitched against Lincoln East earlier in the year and, and, and showed some really good growth from his first start to his second varsity start. So he, he's going to get the start today. You had an unusual game uh, against Carney last Thursday, um, and and we talked with Coach Archer. That'll be part of our pregame uh, later this afternoon as well. Can you take much out of Thursday's game as you come into today? You know, other than the fact that you know Cal Higgins was was really really good. You know, he uh, he attacked our hitters and then was able to throw multiple pitches for strikes, and he was locating really well and. And when you got a guy with the velocity that he's got and mixing his pitches like that, he, he's going to be tough. And obviously he struck out 16 of us. But uh, just like I told our guys, who, who, whoever we see today, our, our approach is going to have to change. And with two strikes, we're going to have to move the baseball and put pressure on the defense. Coach, who's been your biggest surprise for you this year? The one player that stood out the most for you? Uh, I, I'd probably Carson Lighting so far. You know, he, he's just a sophomore and, and he's, he's – He's got the real physical tools and and and, and good sized kid that that swings swings a good bat and uh, but uh, you know he he he's a kid that just got tracked into our lineup against Elkhorn North. You know we were five games in and he he didn't get a hit yet. And so you know we we threw him in there and he he got four hits in that double hitter and then obviously three hits against Norfolk, including a walk off three run home run. So but he, he's not the only one. You know there's some other guys that. I hadn't seen playing baseball for, you know, a couple of years. Braden Robinson didn't play baseball last summer and, and hadn't seen a live at bat in two years. And he's currently hitting 500 right now. And, and that's great to see as well. Grand Island head baseball coach Kirby Wells, as we had a chance, myself and Brandon Bennis, to talk with him on today's Doug and Daddy show. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Pretty decent day for baseball, and we'll have Grand Island and Carney when we return. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Man, Kevin, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we call Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. You are listening to KXPN Carney, Amherst, and 
given. Along with the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com, PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can hear the game live. You can hear the podcast when the contest is over. If you missed any of our baseball games or any of the basketball from over the winter, the wrestling, the football, the volleyball from the fall, you can go back and listen to those games as well, maybe while you're out traveling on the road. PlatteRiverPreps.com. And our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. So you heard from the coaches. Thanks to both of those gentlemen for chatting with us today and getting ready for the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Now, both of these teams will have opening round games. The top four teams receive buys, and everybody else will be playing at noon in those games that are going to be coming up on Thursday. And we will have Carney's games for you right here on ESPN Tri-Cities. The Bearcats will take on Lincoln North Star at Hartug Field, and that is at 12 noon on Thursday. Grand Island will play over at Densmore against Lincoln High at noon. Now, if you win the noon game, then you're on to the quarterfinals at 3. If you lose, then you would play a consolation game at 6. And, of course, rain is heavily in the forecast for Friday. So the semifinals and finals scheduled for Friday, but a good chance that those would be played on Saturday, all at Hartog. But for Carney to get there, they'll have to beat Lincoln Northstar in the number one seed in Lincoln East. For Grand Island, they'd have to beat Lincoln High in the number two seed, Archbishop Bergen. Lincoln Southwest and Pius are the three and four seeds. So we're ready to go here at Memorial Field. Thanks for making ESPN Tri-Cities your choice for high school Carney High baseball today against Grand Island. And Brayden Wenzel will stand in there against Riley Miller, and we're underway. The first pitch swung on and popped foul, and that brings in home real estate, our foul ball sponsor. There's no place like home. The wind is blowing out towards right. It's 53 degrees with the wind blowing out of the west-northwest at 11 miles an hour. Makes it feel like 50 degrees here. The 0-1 pitch is going to be a little high for ball one. So one and one. Again, anything lifted towards right will be aided by the wind here this afternoon. One ball, one strike on Braden Wenzel. And the full windup and pitch is going to bounce off the front of the plate. Back to the screen, ball two. Jaden Jurgensmeyer will be next, and then Braden Robinson to lead off the ball game here. Again, for Carney High, Cale Conrad in left, Easton Bruce in center, Creed Martin in right. The 2 1 pitch. High again, ball three. Braden Anderson at third, Reese Bober at second. Corbin Rich is going to get a rare start at first today. Seth Altwine, the shortstop, Max Myers, the catcher. Riley Miller needing to stride through. And the 3-1 pitch, there he does, and it's going to be laced into left center field. Base hit. Easton Bruce will come in and take it off a hop. Had to throw the strike, and Wenzel was prepared for a leadoff single to get our ball game underway. And that'll bring up the third baseman, Jaden Jurgensmeyer, for Grand Island. So far offensively, they are hitting the ball better than Carney. There's no doubt about it, a team average of 293 on the season. Wenzel, a 400 hitter, and that's why he's in that leadoff spot. Jurgensmeyer right there at 350. So out of the stretch, short lead. The first pitch is going to be laced foul down the right field line. 0-1. Our home real estate sponsors, including Robert Fitzgerald and Susan Bice. Glad to have you along with us on today's broadcast. So ahead in the count here to the second batter in Jurgensmeyer. 0-1. A little bigger lead over at first, and the pitch is going to be outside. Ball one. 1-1 one one to Jurgensmeyer. 
Outfield really playing pretty much straight away, not letting the wind affect him as far as depth from left to right. In a couple of steps at third is Braden Anderson, but just basically even with the bag, not really expecting a bunt here. Fastball is pulled down that line. And Kirby Wells in the coach's box makes a nice snare with the hand. But it is strike two, one and two. So Wenzel, the leadoff single, was ahead of the count. Now Jurgensmeyer down of the count, one, two, with Braden Robinson, the catcher, on deck. Just underway. It was a five o'clock start today. Most of the games are at four. Got a three coming up here in a few days. And the pitch, big curveball. They got him looking. He flinched, wasn't sure, and it dropped in there for called strike three, and that'll be the first out of the baseball game. Braden Robinson now stands in there, the catcher, and then you will have the tall, lanky Mike Berman. You don't have to worry about maybe missing the strike zone on that young man as Robinson, the catcher, stands in. One-on-one out here in the top of the first. High school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Also, Hastings is in action at Columbus today, and Adams Central is at Seward. Fastball inside half for strike one. Again, this was a pitcher's duel late Thursday night over in Grand Island. Cal Higgins had 16 strikeouts. Carney High didn't exactly pound the ball, though. 2-0 got a late insurance run. It was a 1-0 game for quite a while. The 0-1 pitch, way high and away. Nice job there by Max Myers, and it's 1-1. Just going to say it looked like Miller had settled down a little bit after falling behind to the first batter and Wenzel. Wenzel gets his lead fairly safe. Hasn't even really faked going on a steal so far. And the pitch up and in. So it was out and away, now up and in, and it's 2-1. and one. With Berman on deck, trying to work around the leadoff single here to Braden Wenzel. It says the wind's blowing at 11. It looks a little stronger than that right now. Gusting up to about 15. And the pitch. Fastball swung through it. Might have been a little high out of the zone. And some help there for Riley Miller. Two balls, two strikes to Braden Robinson. Coach Wells threw the signals, but not much you're going to do here. Not going to bunt with two strikes, and you haven't even thought about stealing. So the 2-2 pitch, curveball, bounces off the plate. Wild pitch, advance the runner to second. So a runner in scoring position here for Grand Island in the top of the first, and the count goes full to Robinson. So already Miller's thrown quite a few pitches to the first three batters. But if he can get it out here, all will be okay because then you've got two outs with a runner out there. Miller out of the stretch. Checks the runner. 3-2 fastball. Elevated into left. That will stay on the playing field. Coming in. Going out the infielders. The shortstop. Altwine stabs at it and caught it. I'm not sure Cale Conrad located it. He was running in. And Altwine got out into short left field to get the out. Out number two. And that brings up Mike Burnham, the first baseman. Wenzel singled to start the ball game. Advanced to second on a wild pitch. But now two outs to the cleanup hitter. Burnham stands in there waving the bat. Miller takes a little extra time checking with his catcher, Max Myers, on the signal. Now comes set. Out of the stretch. Pitches in the middle of the zone for strike one. 0-1-1. Sam Hartman would be on deck. Just underway again. We're in the top of the first. Grand Island needing a base hit to 
plate the first run of the ball game. Miller again, though, ahead in the count. He's been ahead in the count to the last two batters after falling behind to Wenzel. The 0-1 pitch, fastball popped up in the infield. Pitcher Miller calling for it. He's going to camp under it, and he's got it. So after the leadoff single, Grand Island goes 1-2-3. So there was no runs on one hit, no errors, and one man left on base. After a half inning, Grand Island nothing, and Carney coming to bat here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Welcome back to Memorial Field. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Grant Ty. Again, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you Carney High baseball throughout the season, including the Bike Shed, Optical Gallery, and Five Points Bank in Carney. Reese Bober, Braden Anderson, Kale Conrad. Again, Carney has made some switches. We talked about it with Coach Archer. Easton Bruce had been the leadoff guy most of the season. We already talked about the defensive switch of moving Corbin Rich from third to first. Anderson's played about everywhere, but it's Reese Bober, Braden Anderson, Kale Conrad, and the first pitch is a fastball. Strike one down at the knees to Bober. Tyler Fay getting his third start of the year here for the Islanders. He's a tall, lanky right-hander, and the 0-1 pitch is going to be just outside. Ball one. Tried the fastball a little farther out, and it's 1-1. One and one. He's on the mound, ready to work. Ball's back in his mitt, and he's waiting on Bober to get set, which he does. And the pitch swung on and popped right back up the middle, and it's going to land in front of the center fielder, Eli Aarons. That actually carried a little farther than I thought it was going to, and Aarons had to make the decision where to try to be a hero or just let it bounce in front of him, and he let it bounce in front of him. So both teams get a leadoff single to start the ball game. Grand Island couldn't produce. Now let's see what Carney does. And again, At the beginning of the year, we were talking with Coach Archer. They weren't bunting much in the early innings, and that has changed a little bit because they have had so much trouble producing runs. Brayden Anderson stands in there. He squares to bunt. It's way up and in, and he had to bail. Ball one. So 1-0, and that might just take the bunt off right there. Anderson's actually been doing pretty good hitting the ball. Tanner Johnson, after a real slow start to the season, has been hitting the ball really well lately, and even when he doesn't, Get base hits. He's hit it hard like he did 
last night at Hastings. Squares to bunt, pushes it down the first baseline, foul. One and one. That's the next thing. If you are called on to bunt, you've got to be able to execute it. One one to Braden Anderson. Kale Conrad on deck. Then Tanner Johnson leadoff single by Reese Bober, who has definitely worked his way into the lineup, then more playing time and moving his way up the lineup here to the top. Center field playing in a little bit, right and left playing a little deeper. 1-1 pitch, fastball hit to right field and well hit. That one's going to be over his head all the way to the wall and off the wall. That'll be at least a double. They'll send the runner, the cutoff throw, and they will not have a play at the plate. It's a triple. From a bunt to a triple, Brayden Anderson, he didn't need the win, but I think the win confused the right fielder, Seth Myers, a little bit. And an RBI triple, and Carney is on the board here. A team that has struggled. Two batters and a run, and has another man waiting. So let's see if Cale Conrad steps in there as the lefty, can get the job done. This is how you get big innings going. Base hits, the pitch. Breaking ball in to the lefty for ball one. That had some good movement on it from Tyler Fay. So we'll see if he can keep that ball and that pitch working throughout the day. But Conrad trying to jump on him here early. Fastball knifed into left field, opposite field coming in. They've got to let it bounce, and then it gets off the bare hand of the left fielder, Sam Hartman, but he kept it in front of him. RBI single, Cale Conrad. And Carney with a quick 2-0 lead here as Conrad goes the opposite way. And now Tanner Johnson. Boy, we've seen Tanner Johnson hit him off the wall into a win. Today, if he pulls it, he's got the win behind him. And maybe just too good a pitching right now by Tyler Fay. He's throwing strikes, and he's got a little heat on him, and Carney's catching up to him. Fastball again over the outside corner of the lefty for strike one. 0-1. Bober singles. Anderson triples. Conrad singles. Three for three to start the ball game. Good start here. For Carney High, throw over to first. Carney High is also playing soccer against Lincoln Southeast tonight. Carney Catholic's got Columbus Scotus at home. North Platts at Hastings. 0-1. Quick throw over to first. Had him leaning, but back in time is Conrad. As always, I want to thank Athletic Director Ryan Hogue for whatever it is he does. But he does let us in the press box from time to time. <laughs> Glad to have you with us. There you go. 2 nothing. Carney High and Faye steps off the mound. But he's got to be a little rattled here early on. Carney, who scored a total of two runs Thursday already, two here. Curveball. Called a strike. He threw that same breaking ball to Conrad, and it was a ball. This one caught a little bit of the plate, and Johnson now down to the count. 0-2. This is obviously where he has struggled a little bit. Tanner does have probably too many strikeouts. The 0-2. Foul ball was behind it. Sends it into the parking lot. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. Robert Kayat, Rhonda Johnson, among your home real estate agents. Two runs across, nobody out. And you've got Conrad standing at first with Easton Bruce on deck. The pitch to Johnson. Swung on and hit towards short, backhanded. The throw over to second for one. No chance to get the relay at first. That was a nice play 
by Wenzel, the shortstop. He's the man, even in warm-ups, you had like two or three guys at every other position. He was the only guy at shortstop, and he will force out Conrad. Johnson will reach on the fielder's choice, and that'll bring up Easton Bruce. Now, Tanner might have a little more thought of taking second base here than what Conrad would have had, so let's find out. Easton Bruce stands in there, though, and he had been putting bat on the ball, one of the few guys from the very beginning of the season. Now they put him down here in an RBI roll, and he will hit it back up the middle, but it's short. The second baseman will have it, Jackson Hansen. A little too much handle there for Easton Bruce, and a little pop-out to the second baseman. So now two down, and Max Myers, the catcher, will stand in there. Carney with the first three men on base, up two to nothing here in the bottom of the first over Grand Island. Trying to keep it going, it's up to Max Myers. And the pitch, outside corner, he'll take it for strike one. Corbin Rich, Creed Martin, Seth Altwine kind of round out the nine. And that bottom of the lineup has changed throughout the season. It had not been very productive. And then some of the guys that started to be productive, like Bober, moving up the lineup. And they have had a little more production, although the last couple of games nobody has overproduced. Nice lead over there by Johnson. The pitch is bouncing inside, outside, excuse me, but in the outside batter's box. Backhanded there by the catcher, Braden Robinson. For ball one, one and one. Again, we will be in Lincoln Thursday for the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament here on ESPN, starting at 12 noon against North Star, who beat Kearney Saturday 2-1. to one. Fastball fouled straight back. And it's one and two. Myers was on it. And Corbin Rich will be next. And Corbin, a lot of folks thought he would, he, he'd been batting cleanup most of the year, but he struggled a little bit average-wise. RBI-wise, he drives guys in, but he just hasn't had the big pop that we saw last summer from him. And trying to settle in as Carney now is a little bit more than midway through the season. As we said, Grand Island... The next two weeks, there's not many nights that they don't play. And the pitch. Curveball swung over the top of it, and Myers goes down for the third strike. So the first three men reach. The next three men are retired, although Johnson reached out a fielder's choice. Three runs on three hits. There were no errors and one man left on. After, excuse me, two runs on three hits. No errors and one man left on. After one, it's Carney two, Grand Island nothing. ESPN coverage of Carney Eye Baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. 
Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615. Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Go to the top of the second, and Sam Hartman will stand in there to lead it off for Grand Island. First pitch swinging, foul ball right back over our head, brought to you by Home Real Estate. Steve Corum, Mark Shipperwright. It'll be 5-6-7, Sam Hartman, Jackson Hansen, Carson Lighting here in the top of the second. Riley Miller grounded down the third baseline, just foul. Break there for Carney. Anderson was on it. It bounced in front of that third base bag only about 10 feet away and took a bounce to the left in foul territory to take away extra bases there from Sam Hartman, the left fielder. So now he's down in the count, 0-2. And Riley Miller, the 0-2 pitch, high, but the fastball is driven into left center field. Bruce drifting, left field coming over, and Conrad will take it. It just hung up there, and Cale Conrad hauls it in. That was a good pitch from Miller. He threw a pitch out of the zone and got him to chase it and pop it into left field. So after the leadoff single, Miller has retired four in a row here. And Jackson Hansen, the second baseman, will stand in there for the Islanders. 2-0 Kearney here in the top of the second. And Miller striding forward. Nice curveball, strike one. That was a beauty. And he's been able to work the inner half of the plate as well. So it's 0-1. And the wind blowing out towards right. They set up outside. Fastball drilled right back up the middle. Made Miller flinch a little bit. And a base hit for Jackson Hansen, the second of the ball game for the Islanders. So a one-out single will bring up the designated hitter, Carson Lighting. As you heard Coach Wells say, he has been able to improve. They started him put him in the lineup against Elkhorn North, didn't get a hit in the first four games, and then four hits of the doubleheader, three hits against Norfolk, including the walk-off home run. That's the only home run Grand Island has this year. And the pitch is high as a fastball pulled down by Max Myers. Ball one. Carney had the first three-man reach. With two to go. They picked up two runs, left one man on in good shape here after one. Get a day where you try to find a seat in the sun here at Memorial Field. If not, you're bundled up a little bit better. Fastball swung through it and missed. Strike one to lighting. One ball, one strike. Both pitchers looking good. Faye just maybe threw too many in the zone. Tarney jumped on it early. Now the 1-1 pitch to Lighting. Curveball swung over the top of it. Strike two, one and two. Eli Aarons, the center fielder, waits on deck. Jackson Hansen, a one-out single, is over at first. Carney up 2-0. Lighting with one strikeout. Excuse me, Miller with one strikeout. Looking for number two right here. The 1-2 pitch inside. And Lighting didn't exactly try to get out of the way. 
but he's not wearing a bunch of equipment on his elbow either. You don't see a whole lot of that at the high school level. Saw that on the Maryland batters on Sunday. Ball two, two and two. Miller trying to get his strikeout pitch. The 2-2. Swung on and missed. Strike three. The second strikeout of the ball game. And that'll bring up the center fielder, Eli Aaron. So Grand Island has had a base runner in the first and the second, but they have not been able to put a run on the board as of yet. Aaron's and then Myers. Islanders trying to bat around in the first two innings. Whatever it takes to produce a run. Short lead over there from Hanson. Miller with a quick check. And he'll stretch and bring it home. Fastball up and away. Ball one. One ball, no strikes. For Carney, this is it until Thursday, obviously, for the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. A few schools probably trying to get some makeup games from rainouts tomorrow. Same thing for Grand Island. Playing on Thursday, both teams play at noon. The oddity, and we hope this does not happen, is that if they would both happen to get knocked off in the first round, they'd probably play each other again in that second game on Thursday, and they're already playing next week up at Norfolk, the same three teams that played last week in GI. Fastball through the wickets, and Myers a little disappointed with himself that it got through there. We're going to call it a wild pitch, although Myers most times is going to have that one, and it advances the second Man down to second base via wild pitch. That's what happened to Wenzel. Singled, got down there on a wild pitch. Now Hanson singles and gets down there on a wild pitch. And Aaron's now ahead in the count, 2-0. And Miller's been working ahead in the count. The 2-0 pitch, swung on and missed, strike one. Pretty good velocity from Riley Miller for the Bearcats. Leading it 2 to nothing. We're here in the top of the second on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda with you on this Tuesday. And the stretch of the pitch stayed a little high, but not too high. It's going to be called a strike. A little shake of the head there by Aarons, and it's now 2-2. Two and two. Right on the letters, a little more liberal zone at the high school level. So 2-2, two, two, a pitch from getting out of here for Riley Miller. Long stare in, now back at the runner at second. And the 2-2 two, two pitch on the way to Aarons. High ball three. So full count, the second full count that Riley Miller has gotten to. He got Robinson to pop out to short left field. The last 3-2 count. Needs a strike here. Three and two with two outs. And Miller wheels and deals. It's ripped towards left field. It's in the hole, and they will send the runner. It's a slow roller, so Cale Conrad will fire at home. And good job of the catcher, Myers, to come way out here and bring it down, an RBI single. And with two outs, of course, you're not worried about it. You're on the crack of the bat. But again, I've said it time and time again, Seth Altwine shading towards second to hold the runner a little bit closer. If he's playing straight-up shortstop, that's out number three, or at least he's going to field the ball. An RBI single, third hit of the ball, game four, Grand Island, and Hanson comes around to score. It's 2-1. to one. And the number nine hitter, right fielder Seth Myers, will stand in. Hopefully the game's done so he can get back to his late-night talk show tonight. Swing and a miss for strike one. Yeah, he's probably never heard that one either. 
Miller comes set in the 0-1. Another fastball that's poked towards right field. It's going to stay on the field of play, but it looks like it's no man's land. Rich gave it all he had, but he's about five feet from getting there in time. And he ends up, by the time his momentum stops, he's all the way out there to the pitcher's mound in the warm-up area down there by the bullpen where there's a few Islanders standing. So Rich throws the ball back into play, and it's 0-2, and Link Myers has figured out at that number nine he's going to see some fastballs. So try and get out there and make the play. He's alive. Will Miller try to break off a big curve? That's what I would anticipate. No balls, two strikes. One on, two out. One man across here for the Islanders in the 0-2 pitch. No fastball, strike three. And the third strike out of the ball game, the second called. And here in the second inning for Grand Island, they get one run on a pair of hits. There were no errors, and there was one man left on. After an inning and a half, it's Carney 2, Grand Island 1. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. We go to the bottom of the second inning, and for Carney High, it will be 7-8-9. Corbin Rich, Creed Martin, and Seth Altwine. Tyler Faye's going to throw a curveball in there that Rich will take for a called strike one. And the 0-1 pitch tries it again, but this one outside, and that's where he meant to have it. He just did that earlier, had a fastball called strike one, so he took it outside a little farther. This time he did it with the curveball. One and one on Corbin Rich. Then Creed Martin and Seth Altwine. Fastball. A little behind it and fouls it out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Amy Johnson or Ryan Brunham. There's no place like home at Home Real Estate. 2-1, to one, Carney. Bober singled. Anderson tripled. Conrad singled to start the game. Fastball. No. Going to take something off that. He bounced it in front of the dish. Ball one. Make it ball two to Rich. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Rich playing at first base. Here this evening. Straight up and a little deeper in the outfield now for Grand Island. The pitch inside. And the count is full. To the leadoff man, Corbin Rich. 
Rich just stands there, waits for it. The 3-2. Swung on right back up the middle, and it finds its way into center field. Faye threw a glove at it, but was leaning towards third, and the ball was on the first base side of the mound. And another leadoff single here for Carney and Corbin Rich. Good fastball hitter, there's no doubt about it, but he'd gotten himself in some counts, and that's why his overall batting average isn't where he wants it to be. Creed Martin now stands in there, right fielder. They've used him in all kinds of capacities. He's been a pinch runner, courtesy runner. He started in right. He's come in after pitching changes. Today he gets the start and takes a look at one low and away for ball one. Braden Robinson's done a good job to keep that ball in front of him a couple of times, especially with base runners on. Rich down there at first, but he's not going to go anywhere. So out of the stretch, the 1-0. That's going to be called a strike as he kept that one off the turf, 1-1. Seth Altwine will be next. Shortstop, Braden Wenzel. And the second baseman, Jackson Hansen, playing a little deep. Fastball out. Ball two. So Faye not scared to try and nibble at the corners. Especially after getting bumped around the first three batters. He's moved the ball around the plate a little more now. The 2-1 pitch. Way inside. Ball three. So Creed Martin now 3-1. and one. And Coach Brad Archer goes through the signals. Team that hits the ball well, this could be a hit and run, but probably just try and take it. And it's ball four. Grand Island was cheering that they thought they had it. Carney was cheering that they thought it was a walk. And our home plate umpire today is Troy Lanham, Dan Schmidt on the bases. And that's the first walk of the ball game issued by either pitcher. Runners at first and second. Nobody out here in the bottom of the second. And Seth Altwine now stands in there. Plays a good defensive shortstop for Carney. Now he's trying to find a way to drive some runs in. Squares to bunt. It's a fastball way outside. Grand Island was ready as Mike Burnham was charging from first. So it's 1-0. Can't do much over there at third because you got a runner coming your way. And that was definitely going to be a push bunt towards first. Let's see if Altwine might be able to drag it a little. He'll take it, and it's a strike. Good job of framing that one there by Robinson. Might have been a tick outside, but he was able to pull it back in for strike one. One ball, one strike. Two to one, Carney here in the bottom of the second, and they have two men on with nobody out. We're at the bottom of the lineup. Altwine squares again. This time he drops down a perfect butt. He might beat this out. That's a base hit for Altwine. He dropped it down towards the third baseline. About 15, 20 feet away from home plate. And by the time Robinson got it, he said, I'm just going to eat this. It would have been tough. And here comes Kirby Wells out to the mound. And this isn't about pitching. This is about defense. This is about what they want to do. This is about not giving up a big inning here. Bases low, but nobody out. You say you don't want to give up any, but right now in your head, you're saying, if I can get out of here and only give up two, maybe one. The job's done. But the bottom of the order produces here on a bunt single. So Rich at third, Martin at second. He walked. Altwine at first, and Reese Bober started the ball game with a single and came around and scored. 
So this new look lineup, let's see what it's doing here for Carney. Already up two to one. Bober stands in there, the right-handed batter with the open stance. Back to a full windup here for Tyler Fay. Curveball outside and ball one. No place to put him. Carney's been doing a good job of putting the bat on the ball on strikes over the plate. Tough spot here for Fay. Fastball called strike one. One and one. In their game on Thursday, had a pretty big strike zone from all accounts. It was a pitcher's night. 1-1 outside, bounces off the turf. Great job again by Braden Robinson. That ball skirts up the first baseline about a third of the way, but Corbin Rich wasn't going to go anywhere. So Braden Anderson waits on deck with a 2-1 count here to Bober, and the base is jammed with nobody out in the second. The pitch, fastball right back towards second, and it gets over his head. Base hit. Probably only going to score one run. They had to hold up. Wasn't sure if Hanson was going to be able to make a play, but into shallow right center. And an RBI single. Two for two now for Reese Bober. And move the line, as they say. Rich scores. Martin to third. Altwine to second. Bases remain loaded. And Braden Anderson tripled off the right field wall. In the bottom of the first and drove in Bober, then scored on the Conrad single. The pitch bounces. It stays right by the catcher, starting to come home and then realizing he shouldn't is Creed Martin. Coach Brad Archer giving him the whoa. But Faye now rattled by the situation, it looks like, a little bit. 1-0. Bearcats in at the corners. Deep in the middle. Curveball up. Ball two, and now Anderson looking at a stake the way he likes it. No place to put him, and he's got a 2-0 count. He knows Faye's got to bring it. Fastball, he swung on it, but fouled it back and out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate, and it's 2-1. So Faye bringing the heat, got the foul ball. He'll take a bunch of those if he can before he strikes them out. 2-1. Swung on and chopped foul again by the Carney dugout, and it's 2-2. So Faye has battled back. Again, the damage at the moment, not big. But if Anderson or Conrad can catch hold of one, look out. 2-2 pitch again. Curveball, didn't get the call. Up, it's full. And that was right over the heart of the plate, it was just a little high. Three balls, two strikes, bases loaded, nobody out, and the pitch to Anderson. High ball four. And a bases loaded walk, the second walk issued by Fay. He was trying to entice Anderson, and again, that was right down the heart. It was just high. And the old RBI walk for Braden Anderson makes it four to one. Carney. And they are warming up down to the bullpen for Grand Island. A little earlier, I think, than they had hoped to. And the first pitch here to Conrad. The lefty takes it over the outside corner for strike one. Still nobody out here in the bottom of the second. Four to one, Carney. They've pushed two across. 
Conrad singled his last time up to left. Here he'll swing and off the end of the bat. Down the left field line again off the dugout for strike number two. So Tyler Fay has thrown a lot of strikes here to the last couple guys. He needs an out desperately. Conrad waving the bat. The 0-2 pitch. High. Stayed with the heat. Ball one. Tanner Johnson would be next. Rich singled. Martin walked. Altwine singled. Bober singled. Anderson walked. Conrad, 1-2 pitch. Swung on and missed. And that's the first out of the bottom of the second inning. And the second strike out of the ball game for Tyler Fay. And boy, did he need it. Needs another one here on Tanner Johnson for the Islander fans. Johnson grounded into a fielder's choice. Hit it hard again, but it was a nice backhand play by the Grand Island shortstop Brandon Wenzel for the force at second. Pitch inside low, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Tanner Johnson. Big part in the ball game here, as we said. Survive with two. Base hit, especially an extra base hit, blows it open. The pitch. Swung on and chopped towards second. Play might be at first, and it will be. So it's an RBI grand out. It's 5-1. to one, But Grand Island does get their second out. As Johnson grounds out to the second baseman, Jackson Hansen. So kind of like we saw in the first, everything rolling, rolling, rolling. And then it was 1-2-3. And now the first five guys on, one, two, and Easton Bruce will stand in there. He hit a weak one off the handle to the second baseman, Hanson, last inning. So at third, will be Reese Bober, Braden Anderson at second. So you've definitely got some speed with two outs. Anything to the outfield would, on the grass, of course, would make it. Two more on the board. Another lefty. Bruce going to take one for a strike. He has been a first pitch fastball swinger most of the season, but he decided to let that one go. 0-1. Tyler Fay trying to get out of this second inning. Carney leads it 5-1. And the pitch inside again. Bounces. Knocked down by Robinson. Ball one. One ball, one strike. Carney trying to bat around here in the second. Max Myers would be next. Carney catcher with his gear on. Wondering if he'll get a chance here in the second. And the pitch. A little breaking ball in there for strike two. So Bruce down to the count. One ball, two strikes. Has looked at all three. They're shaded for him to pull, which he does. That left field line is wide, wide open. The pitch. Swung on and chopped foul at the plate. Stays one ball and two strikes. Almost almost feel like I'm watching a softball game with a left fielder missing the way that Grand Island's playing their outfield. Deep in right. Then you've got Aaron's in right center and Hartman basically in left center. The pitch to Bruce. Breaking ball inside. Pulls the knees out of the way. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two on. Here in the second, deuces wild. Can he keep it going here? Easton Bruce. Tyler Fay, the 2-2 pitch they set up outside. It's way outside and high, and it's full. Now, I don't know the philosophy 
and the scouting report here for Grand Island. I wouldn't give Easton Bruce anything too good and take my chances with Myers. 3-2, right down the pipe, and it's ripped just foul inside the first baseline. So Bruce jumped on it. The count remains. Three balls and two strikes. They really want to throw him outside because he pulls everything, but now on a 3-2 count, it's hard to do. Let's see if Faye brings another one home. Here it is. Curveball, punch towards left field, and it's going to fall in there. Both runs will come around to score. It's a five-run inning for Carney and a two-RBI single for Easton Bruce. So five across here in the inning. The Bearcats will bat around. Max Myers went down swinging to end the first inning, and that's going to be it. Kirby Wells is going to come to the mound and make a pitching change. We'll take a break. Brought to you by Great Western Bank. Making life great. As Tyler Fago's one and two-thirds innings, your score is Kearney 7, Grand Island 1, here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. The new pitcher for Grand Island will be number two, Ryan Williams. It's just a straight pitching change. And Max Myers will stand in there for Williams. He has made four appearances. He's actually figured in the decision. Two saves and two and oh. He's got a 2.8 ERA. And he will come in there in relief. With two outs here in the second inning, Max Meyer stands in. The first pitch is going to be a little high for ball one. And if you're just joining us, Carney had the first five men reach here in this second inning after having the first three reach in the first, two in the first, five in the second. And the throw over to first. Back in time is Easton Bruce, who chased Tyler Fay after an inning in two-thirds with a two-out, two-RBI single into shallow left. But again, he had a full count and worked with the pitch. 7-1, Bearcats looking for more. The pitch to Myers swung on and fouled back. That's going to stay in the field of play or the concourse. And everybody's running after that one. That's a little young. 
Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate, Lori Rogers and Robert Fitzgerald. Some of your home real estate agents. Grand Island just trying to get out of here. Toss to first, nothing going on. One ball, one strike here to the Carney catcher, Max Myers. And Williams takes his time out of the stretch, fires it. Four ball, number two. Just a little out, two and one. Corbin Rich would be next. He started the inning with a single and came around to score on the Reese Bober base hit. Another throw to first and back in time. Can Easton Bruce does have enough to go. There's no doubt about it. He gets a pretty big lead now that he's in the head of the pitcher. 2-1 pitch to Myers. There he goes. Swung on and popped into right field. Coming in, coming in. Seth Myers. Wind blows his hat off, but he's able to make the catch. And that will end the second inning of play. So for Carney High, they're able to bat around, and they'll bring up five runs in the baseball game. They're able to get four hits. There were no errors, and one man left on. We go to the top of the third, Carney 7, Grand Island 1 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. With our producer-engineer, Grant Tye, Doug Duda back with you here at beautiful historic Memorial Field. And so far, it's been going Carney High's way. They lead it by a score of 7-1. to one. We go to the top of the third. Again, we had a 5 o'clock start, unlike the 4 o'clock starts we've had. And last night, Carney couldn't get anything going with the bats over at Hastings. Got beat 5 nothing today. One of their better offensive outputs of the entire season. So Riley Miller, who's been over on the bench for quite a while, tried to take a few extra tosses and now back out there on the mound. He's ready to go. So far, he's struck out three, walked none. He's given up three hits. And we're back to the Grand Island top of the order. Braden Wenzel, he's singled to start the ball game. He's got one of those three. Miller's pitch, little check swing foul at the plate, strike one. So Braden Wenzel, Jaden Jurgensmeyer, Braden Robinson, those are the top three here in the order for Grand Island in the third, trying to answer back here. The pitch from Miller, a little high. Catcher Myers was set up outside. That one was down the middle, but high, one and one. Carney Baseball brought to you by Good Evans. Live well, love well, goodevans.com. And the wind in the 7-1 lead. Drilled into right field, but it could be right at him, and it is. 
as Creed Martin with the shades then puts the glove up to make sure that he can see it. Only had to take about a step. And lining out to right field is Braden Wenzel for out number one. Jaden Jergemeyer called out on strikes the first time up there. The third baseman for Grand Island. Miller settling in, set up outside again, and it is outside. Ball one. One and oh. A reminder to nominate your favorite student athlete for our Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet of Donovan. The 1-0 pitch. Up, ball two. All you have to do is go to platteriverpreps.com, fill out the nomination form, and we pick a male and female athlete each and every month. Casey Pierce of Pleasanton, Matt Wiseman of Gibbon, our winners in March, and another inside pitch. So it's 3-0. and So you wondered if the layoff would bother Miller. He came right out, threw well to Wenzel, but now he's missed three straight times to Jurgensmeyer. 3-0 pitch, trying to avoid his first walk of the ball game, and right down the middle, 3-1. and See if he can do the same exact thing again. Robinson on deck. The wind of the 3-1 pitch. That's in there as well. A little lower than the first one, but both in the strike zone. First one was right around the waist, taken all the way. That one was just above the knees, so three balls, two strikes. Battling from a 3-0 count. Now it's full. Miller to Jurgensmeyer, and he just brought it down the middle again, swung on and missed. So Jurgensmeyer goes down on strikes for the second time. The fourth strike out of the ball game for Riley Miller, and that'll bring up Braden Robinson as he flew out to shallow left field the first time up. Miller would love a 1-2-3 inning, get those bats right back out there. Fastball chopped at the plate, and it's foul. It took a little dance into fair territory up the first baseline, but there was no way Myers could get to it before it bounced foul. Strike one. Mike Berman would be next. Carney up 7-1 to one here in the top of the third. Three hits for the Islanders. Carney has seven base hits in the ballgame. Annie 0-1 pitch. Riley Miller takes a little extra time. Wheels and deals and up around the helmet. A breaking ball that didn't. All that was going to do is break a piece of the helmet. One and one. Miller again just stays on the mound, stays on the rubber. Get a little extra time on a one-one pitch. It's going to be low ball two. So two and one. Two up, two down here in the third. Carney up 7-1 over Grand Island in this Heartland Athletic Conference matchup, looking for their second win over Grand Island. The pitch swung on and hit into right center field. That's in the gap, and the wind's going to ride it back, 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 and off the base of the wall. Martin tracks it down and makes a nice throw in, but a two-out double from the catcher, Braden Robinson, off the base of the right field wall. And an RBI chance here. They're going to courtesy run for him. And coming in for Grand Island will be Jake Zexter. Zexter checks in as the courtesy runner for the catcher. Courtesy runner for the Islanders. Braden Robinson. Base, eight, Jake and first baseman Mike Burnham now. Who skied one in the infield that the pitcher Miller hauled in for the third out of the first inning. But an RBI opportunity. Trying not to waste that two-out double from Robinson. 
So Burnham stands in there. Hartman would be next. Set up outside again for Myers. The pitch. Exactly where he put his glove, but strike one. Or ball one, excuse me. It was just outside. He hit his glove, but that's where it was set up. Short lead away from second for Bray, or for the courtesy runner, Zexer. And the 1-0 is a little low. Ball two. So Berman, one of the guys that you really, I mean, and these guys at the top of the order here for Grand Island have hit the ball well, so can't pick one above the other. But Burnham, the cleanup hitter, does not want to serve him up one. The 2-0, high ball three. So they might pitch around him, and again, he had a 3-0 count on Juergensmeyer and then threw three straight strikes and got the strikeout. Can he afford to do that here with the cleanup hitter in Burnham? 3-0. Bounced it. Ball four. The first walk of the ball game issued by Kearney pitcher Riley Miller. So Grand Island trying to get something going here with two outs. The left fielder, Sam Hartman, will trot up there. The left fielder, number 19, Sam Hartman. Things cooling down a little bit. It was 53 degrees at game time for his pitch. Wind continues to blow out towards right, but nothing crazy right now. And the first pitch swung on and poked foul a little bit behind it. And so it's 0-1 to Sam Hartman. Our foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Susan Bice or Robert Fitzgerald. It's actually still 54 degrees here in Kearney. And the pitch is going to be popped into right field. Creed Martin trying to fight it in the sun. The wind pushing it. He's under it. He's got it. Boy, nice job there to work on the sun and the wind. And flying out to right field is Sam Hartman. So a double and a walk with two outs, but Grand Island cannot push anything across. No runs on one hit, no errors. Two men left on. We go to the bottom of the third, Carney seven. Grand Island one on ESPN High School Baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you in part by Family Physical Therapy, Buffalo Roofing, and Insurance Connection. Doug Duda, our producer-engineer, Grant Ty here on KXPN, Kearney, Elm Creek, Odessa, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We go to the bottom of the third. It's Kearney 7, 
and Grand Island won. They batted around in the second inning. The relief pitcher is Ryan Williams, and we go right to the spot we started the second. Corbin Rich, Creed Martin, Seth Altwine, seven, eight, and nine hitters. And the first pitch to Rich is a breaking ball taken over the outside for strike one. Rich singled and scored in the second, first of five straight batters. To reach in the second. The first three batters reached in the first, and there's one up and in for ball one. One ball, one strike. Williams works from the first base side of the rubber. Another big curveball inside. Ball two. Creed Martin would be next. Martin walked and scored in the second. Then it's Seth Altwine, as we said. Grand Island playing straight up. Hoping for a quick bottom of the third here against the bottom of the order. Fastball fouled away. Again, Rich sometimes dips that shoulder a little too much, and that's what causes those foul balls out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. And now the count two and two to the big Carney and Rich. Fastball right back up the middle, base hit. And so Corbin Rich, two for two here this evening. And for the third straight inning, Carney has the leadoff run aboard. And if you're Carney, you're thinking there's a lot of baseball left, but let's put a few more runs on the board and try to get out of here in five. Take some momentum with Braden Anderson and Cal Higgins into the conference tournament on Thursday. Try to make some noise. Now Creed Martin is in there. He drew a walk, but here he's going to see a fastball strike. Again, Corbin Rich, not a threat to steal a base over there. So Williams doesn't have to worry about that quite as much. Martin and Altwine, both candidates to lay down a bunt. Curveball stayed high. It's ball one, one and one. Boy, I really like what I've seen, though, from Braden Robinson as the Grand Island catcher. He's blocked a whole bunch. He's framed a lot. And the pitch. Fastball foul tick right into his glove. Four strike two. One and two to Martin with Seth Altwine. On deck. Leadoff single here by Corbin Rich. Seven to one. Carney in the bottom of the third in this Heartland Athletic Conference matchup. Single seven inning game in the varsity today. The pitch. Curveball over the top of it. And that'll be it for Creed Martin. The first strikeout here. For Ryan Williams, the third Carney strikeout of the ball game. And it looks like we're going to have maybe a, nope, I thought Seth Altwine was going to be replaced. He's just trying to get some baseballs to the umpire here that he'd been storing in his pocket. So one on, one out here in the bottom of the third. Seth Altwine had a bunt single. The last time up, came around to score. He had guys at first and second. Nobody out and dropped down a great bunt. Down the third base line. Here he squares to bunt again, and he'll take a breaking ball in there for strike one. So 0-1 to Altwine with Reese Bober next. And then it's Braden Anderson, and start getting into the heart of the order. Throw over to first. A little closer than maybe it should have been, but Rich is safe. Nice crowd on hand. Of course, always a little bit more when it's 
Hastings or Grand Island, North Platte, something like that. The pitch, squared to butt down the third baseline and kicks foul right off the bat of Altwine, who ran it out. Now trots the 90 feet back to the plate. 7-1, Carney. Two in the first, five in the second. Lead-off man aboard here in the third. Within a strikeout to Martin. And Altwine now down on the count, 0-2. To Grand Island's relief pitcher, Ryan Williams, came in, got the final out in the second. And trying to keep Carney off the board and give his Islander offense a chance. The 0-2 pitch to Altwine. He's taken ball one outside. It's curious to see if he might try to bump a two-strike pitch. Saw Altwine get a triple first game of the year this year. So he has the capability. When not as strong towards right now, though. Pitch swung on and popped into center field. Pretty well hit. Taking a few steps back is Eli Aarons, and he'll haul it in. So well struck. But Altwine will fly out to center. And two outs back to the top of the order. Reese Bober, he's two for two with two runs scored and an RBI. So Bober stands in there with Rich remaining at first after the leadoff single. Carney up 7-1, trying to put up runs in every single inning here. And the pitch to Bober. Going to take one for a strike, a little on the upper edge of the strike zone fastball. Braden Anderson on deck. He's tripled and walked. So Carney now trying to get something going with two outs. Get the crowd going again. The pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two. As we said, Williams, this is his fifth appearance, 2.80 ERA. He is no slouch. They didn't just throw him in there to eat innings, I'll tell you that. Coach Wells believes they can find some offense. They just need to keep it going. Pitch outside. One and two. So very rarely, and Carney has been down in the count 1-2-0-2 two, two, quite a few times. Grand Island pitchers have not come close to the zone on those 0-2 pitches. One ball, two strikes. The pitch to Bober. He chops that one as a breaking ball comes to the back screen. Keeps it at 1-2. and two. Good job of just staying alive, if you will. Again, both teams play at noon Thursday, different fields, of course, down in Lincoln. And another 1-2 offering here to the number one batter, Reese Bober. Fastball, and he is able to flick it back to the screen again. So stand alive. Waiting on deck, Braden Anderson, hoping to keep this inning alive. Get a six-run lead. Would love to get that up to eight and see if they could keep it there. One and two yet again. Here to Bober from Ryan Williams, and this one is up. Good job of keeping back on that one in Reese Bober. Two balls, two strikes. Good at bat here for Bober. Rich still over there at first. Let off with a single. Back-to-back outs, though. And it's two balls and two strikes. Bober's open stance. Just flicks that one foul, one that sailed outside the zone. Keep it there. Again, Carney hiring a new volleyball coach this week. Tyson Anderson coming on board. The announcement made yesterday. The Ravenna native had been the men's coach up at Morningside College. Comes back closer to home. Of course, was a grad assistant at UNK for a couple of years. Another 2-2 pitch to Bober. Fastball, and he fouls it back. Oh, he's battling up there. 
He is battling two for two in the ball game for Reese. Has elevated into that number one leadoff spot. Got the average up to about 275, but a lot of that coming over the last few games. Off speed, foul out again. Few of them are stayed on the field, saving the 50 cents for every foul ball. But boy, it's two and two. I don't keep the pitch count, but I think this will be the ninth pitch of the at bat. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here in the bottom of the third. The pitch. Up, ball three, he's worked it full. So Bober was down to the count 0-2, and, and he's fouled off a number of pitches. A double-digit pitch at bat here. And now Corbin Rich will be able to take off with a full count and two outs here in the bottom of the third. The pitch, 3-2. Swan and foul back again. Now Corbin Rich would love Mr. Bober not to foul off about four more. He doesn't want to be jogging down to second for no reason but he knows his man can get the job done. Quite the battle here between Grand Island pitcher Ryan Williams and Kearney's second baseman, Reese Bober, trying to go three for three. Here it is again, and it's up and in, ball four. He comes all the way back to draw the walk, and man, that's like taking a charge or laying down the bunt, depending on what sport you want to talk about. Great at bat there for Bober. That'll be the third walk issue to the ball game. The first from Williams. Rich gets down to second, so now can Braden Anderson make that hard work pay off? Tripled in a run in the first and scored. Walked with the bases loaded in the second, and he'll take strike one right here. So Carney High has made it tough on Islander pitching the entire ball game so far. Set and the pitch. Bounces in the outside batter's box, the left-hander batter's box for ball one. Braden Anderson now with a little two-out rally going here, possibly for Carney. Anderson hitting about 256. The pitch. He thought about it, but it's a fastball high. Ball two, two and one. Kale Conrad on deck. High School Baseball on ESPN, brought to you by Great Western Bank, Fanatics, and Johnson Landscape. The 2-1 pitch to Anderson. Fastball, big swing, high in the air towards right. Camping under it is Seth Myers. The wind pushed it a little bit, but just in front of the warning track, he'll haul it in. And that will keep Carney off the board here in the third inning of play. Carney with no runs. They do manufacture the one-base hit. There were no errors, and two men left on. We go to the top of the fourth. Carney 7 and Grand Island 1 here on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Great Western Bank. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615 Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. 
Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HD TVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! Well, there, producer engineer Grant Ty, Doug Duda back with you here in the broadcast booth at Historic Memorial Field. We go to the top of the fourth, Kearney 7, Grand Island 1. It'll be the 6-7-8 batters here for the Islanders with Jackson Hansen, Carson Lighting, and Eli Aarons against Kearney's starting pitcher, Riley Miller. He's went three innings, given up four hits, struck out four, and walked one. And the first pitch here from Miller. Fastball is going to be fouled down the right field line and drift out of play. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Lori Rogers or Steve Corum. And hate to say it out loud because you always know what happens, but neither team has committed an error in this ball game. And obviously that has been a big Achilles heel for Carney this year. Miller, fastball high, ball one. One ball, one strike. To the leadoff man here in the top of the fourth. Islanders scratched across the run when Hansen singled in the second and was driven in by Eli Aarons. Two of their three hits. Fastball drilled it straight back. He had a mighty swing on that one. And it's one and two to Hansen. Carson Lighting, the designated here, waits on deck. Islanders need to get something going here in the fourth down, 7-1. The pitch, ooh, plunked him. That one just looked like it slid right out of his hand, trying to throw it off speeder, of course, up in the count, 1-2. and two, And it just plunked him right in the back. The First hit batter of the ball game. So Hansen is aboard, and Grand Island has had the leadoff man aboard in three of the four innings. Lighting now stands in there. Kirby Wells comes down the line here to talk to his batter, now sending some signals over to Hanson at first base. So a runner aboard here for the Islanders, the number seven man designated hitter, Carson Lighting. Went down on strikes his first at bat. The pitch, fastball outside, ball one. Miller has thrown a lot of first-pitch strikes. That was not one of them. The 1-0. Bounces away. Wild pitch. And it gets all the way to the dugout far enough that the catcher, Myers, couldn't find it. So the pitcher, Miller, had to go pick it up. One of those that could have almost advanced the runner all the way to third. You just never think that that's going to happen. And that is the third wild pitch of the ball game for Riley Miller. About the only thing that's been... Off the mark. And now 2-0 to Carson Lighting. So Miller's got to settle back in. Fastball away. Ball three. And I imagine if we get a walk here, we may see a trip to the mound. You have got the lead. Throw strikes. Make him put the ball in play. And a 3-0 pitch is going to be called strike one. Just caught a little bit of the outside. Wink, wink, nod, nod. On the old 3-0, thank you, pitch, for the strike. 
See if Miller can battle back. He did it a couple of times already in the ball game. Just the one walk, 3-1, strike two. That was more than just the corner. That caught a whole bunch of the outside half of the plate. So it's 3-2. and two. Eli Aaron's on deck. Hanson waits at second after being hit by a pitch and advancing on a wild pitch. And the 3-2 pitch here to Carson Lining. All the way from Miller, and it's going to be fouled back. So we'll do it again. Three and two. Carney High starting to warm up a couple of guys down in the bullpen. I know Dawson Stutz trucked down there. Might be the next guy in. Pitch is hammered to center field. Easton Bruce is going to be able to get it, though. Man, did he scorch that. And Easton Bruce tracks it down. No chance to even tag up. That was hit hard by Carson Lighting, who has the only home run of the year for Grand Island, the walk-off winner last Thursday against Norfolk. But that's just a tatered out. And Eli Aarons, who had a soft single to drive in the only run of the ball game for the Islanders, the Islanders center fielder stands in there. So still the runner at second with one out now. To the number eight batter, Aarons. Miller takes a little extra time, brings it in high. Ball one. So Stutz warming up the bullpen for Carney High. This might be it for Miller anyway. Again, he has thrown quite a few pitches, but as we said, they want to keep their guys, they want to get through this game and keep their entire staff in sync for the conference tournament beginning Thursday. Here's one that's flicked towards the right field stands. And out of play, brought to you by Home Real Estate, see Ryan Bruna or Robert Kyatt. One ball, one strike to Eli Aarons. Seth Myers on deck. So far, Riley Miller, three and a third innings worth of work. He wants to go a lot farther, though, than that. At least complete the inning. Here's one out and away that's blocked by Myers. Ball two. But now a little bit more effort. And again, you're in towards the bottom of the lineup here. Number eight hitter up there. We'll make real sure you keep him in the zone. Miller checks the runner at second. And the 2-1 offering is on the way. Fastball swung on and missed. There's a beautiful pitch. Two balls, two strikes. 7-1 to one, Carney. Two in the first, five in the second. Grand Island scratched across the run on that Aaron's RBI in the second. Carney showing some signs of life with their offense. Now the 2-2 pitch to Eli Aaron's. Swung on and hit into right field, and that is going to be back, 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 and making the catch is Seth Meyer. Or excuse me, Creed Martin. That will be a sack fly this time. But boy, those last two from the seven and eight hitters for Grand Island were hit hard. Right Just not placed in the alley. So fly out to right on the sacrifice. Hanson will advance down to third, 90 feet away from scoring. Seth Myers trying to find a way to get him in. Obviously now Miller's got to keep him out of the dirt, or as the case may be, the turf here. And Miller stays out of the stretch, could go full windup, decides not to, and throws a pill right down the middle for strike one. Braden Wenzel would be next. He also has one of the three hits in the ballgame for Grand Island. But the Islanders trail Kearney 7-1. to 
The 0-1 pitch from Riley Miller. Chop foul, strike two. Just like the last time, and Myers was called out on a strike that was a little high on an 0-2 pitch. And he did the same thing. He was expecting, well, it was a curveball, excuse me. He was expecting uh, some fastballs, and uh, he expected the curveball through a fastball right down the middle. Let's see if he does it again on 0-2. And the 0-2 pitch from Miller. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Put it outside the zone and got him to chase. And so they work around the leadoff hit by pitch by Jackson Hansen. There were no runs on no hits. There were no errors and one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fourth. Carney 7, Grand Island 1 on ESPN. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Carney is a proud supporter of the Carney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Well, we are back here at beautiful Memorial Field. Carney holding on to a 7-1 lead. And Cale Conrad, Tanner Johnson, Easton Bruce, the heart of the lineup, 3-4-5, and five, coming to the plate here in the fourth inning against the Islanders, Ryan Williams, who came on in relief of Tyler Fay in the second. And the first pitch is going to be over the outside corner to the left-hander for strike one. Kind of dropped down a little bit there, did the righty Ryan Williams. Conrad, single to the first, struck out in the second. Pitch outside this time, ball one, one and one. One ball, one strike. Conrad waves the bat and waits. Sweeper inside. Ball two. Tanner Johnson, the designated hitter, would be next. And again, Williams kicks and deals. Fastball fouled off the Carney dugout. So it's two balls, two strikes. Foul balls brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Robert Fitzgerald or Amy Johnson among your home real estate agents. Again, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you Carney baseball. As the 2-2 pitch comes home to Conrad and it stayed high, it's full. Again, we'll be with you at 11.45. We'll take the Doug and Daddy show Thursday right into Kearney Baseball. Down in Lincoln, before the North Star game at noon, the pitch. Outside, ball four. That was a too far outside for Robinson to get yanked back in there. So the second walk issued here by Ryan Williams. And Kearney again, the leadoff man has been aboard. In every single inning. And Tanner Johnson, one of the few guys that hasn't got a base hit, although he's 
hit the ball twice, reached on a fielder's choice and grounded out to second, takes one outside for strike one to the left-handed designated hitter in Johnson. He grounded into the fielder's choice at short and then grounded out to second, his second at bat. Looking to pulse up with some pop. He's going to take one inside half or strike number two. And for some reason, the pitchers are not afraid of the cleanup hitter because it's been 0-2, and then he was able to hit the second pitch he saw last time, and it's 0-2 again. So the 0-2 pitch to Johnson stayed up. He had a very limited check swing for ball one. Easton Bruce will be next for Carney High. Trying to get a couple here. Up 7-1, the pitch. Swung on, the runner's going. It's lifted high into right center field, but the center fielder on the move, and Eli Aarons will haul it in. And trotting back to first base will be Cale Conrad. So Johnson flies out to center, 0 for 3 on the evening, and that'll bring up Easton Bruce. He fisted one to the second baseman, Hanson, and last time had a nice at-bat, worked it to full, and looped one into left field to drive in two. One on, one out to Bruce. Myers on deck. Set up outside to the lefty. And he'll take it high, ball one. One and oh. Seven to one your score. Of course, there's still JV to follow on this Tuesday night. Move over to first and diving back in safely will be Kale Conrad. He had a little bigger lead. Our umpire Dan Schmidt hadn't had a whole lot. We haven't had any ground outs in this ball game over to first. The first baseman have been virtually nothing. And there's a steal and a drive towards left field, but camping under it is going to be Sam Hartman. So a couple of flyouts. And that'll bring up Max Myers. In fact, the first baseman, Mike Berman, has one put out. That was on Tanner Johnson's ground out the second time he came to the plate. There's been only one put out at first base by the Grand Island defense. Max Myers struck out on the first, flew out to right in the second. Still a runner at first. Conrad drew the leadoff walk, but now two outs. Swung on and hit towards center field, but right at the center fielder, Aarons, and he'll haul it in. So three to the outfield and hit pretty hard after all that success in the first two innings. Now Carney having trouble getting some base hits as they have just one hit over the last two innings. No runs, uh, no hits, no errors. A man left on via the walk, and we go to the top of the fifth. It's Carney 7, Grand Island 1, high school baseball on ESPN, brought to you by Great Western Bank. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Kearney Baseball. 
Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. No, Riley Miller's going to stay in there to start the fifth inning here for Carney. They had Dawson Stutz warming up, but he's going to stay in there. You know, we talked about the few plays that we've had over at first place in the ball game. Only one Carney batter has been thrown out at first. There have been zero Grand Island batters thrown out at first. Corbin Rich hasn't had the ball thrown to him except on a once or twice pickoff move. So we go to the top of the order. Brayden Wenzel will stand in there. He's one for two. Singled and lined out to right. He'll hit one towards Rich, but it's going to get in the wind and foul by about 20 feet. So Wenzel down on the count 0-1. Miller has given up four hits. So far he's struck out five and walked one. He did hit a batter last inning. 7-1, 7-1, Carney, here in the top of the fifth. They got two in the first, the big five spot in the second, but no runs for either team the last two innings. The pitch swung on and grounded towards short. Altwine picks it up, throw to first. Nice stretch by Rich, and they got him, and there's the first put out of the ball game at first base. A lot of fly ball outs for both teams in this baseball game. 6-3, and Jaden Jurgensmeyer, 0-2 with two strikeouts, stands in there. The third baseman for the Islanders. And it looks like maybe we've got a pinch hitter in there. So the first pitch bounces up front. And checking into the ball game for Grand Island is going to be Tyson Nelson. So Tyson Nelson into the ball game in place of Jurgensmeyer. It's his first look against Riley Miller. And he'll take it high ball too. On deck will be Robinson, and Berman would be next if they can get anything going here in the fifth. Fastball strike, two and one. So Nelson has been patient in there. Also a little bit taller than the average bear. Two balls, one strike. Miller kicks and fires, and it's inside. Ball three. No action down in the Bearcat bullpen right now. See how many more pitches they can get out of Miller. They would love to get him through the fifth. 3-1, grounded into center field. So Tyson Nelson comes in. New Miller had to throw him a strike, and he just sends it back up the middle for the fifth base hit of the ball game for Grand Island. And Braden Robinson checks in. He popped up to shortstop into shallow left field, and then... Doubled in the third with two outs, but was stranded at second base. Played a little deeper in right center, and the curveball bounces in front of the plate, and again, Myers blocks it, ball one. 7-1, Carney, And they've been up 7-1 since the end of the second. Wind continues to blow about 10 miles an hour 
towards right. The 1-0 pitch, fastball low and in, ball two. So Riley Miller called on to get the start here. Has had some real runs of good-looking pitching and just a couple bumps in the road. Potential bump here, 2-0. And the pitch, fastball overthrew it, and it's low for ball three. So a lot more 3-0 counts here the last couple of innings, or inning and a third, than we saw the first time through the lineup. This is the third time through the lineup here for the Islanders. And Robinson is up in the count. 3-0, the pitch, taken in there for strike one, 3-1. Again, showing Miller can throw the strike exactly where he wants. But he's trying to move it around, not throw it right down the middle like he did there. See if Robinson takes again. I bet he's swinging. 3-1 pitch. Swung on and missed. Strike two. So the count is full. And again, Miller, who's down 3-0, able to work it full. Can he make it pay off? Nelson a short lead away from first base after a one-out single here in the fifth. And the 3-2 pitch on the way to Robinson. It was outside. So you throw two good ones, and then you let that last one get away. And Miller a little frustrated for the first time. Advances Nelson to second. Robinson gets the one-out walk. Here's Mike Burnham. Skied one in the infield that Miller took, and then he had a four-pitch walk last time up. And our home plate umpire says it looks like we got a pinch runner over here at first. Try and pick up that number for you. And here comes Brad Archer. That might be it for Riley Miller, and that will be. So Miller... In line to get the win if Carney can get the job done. Leading it 7-1. to one. He's able to go four to third innings. We'll give you the numbers. High School Baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank. The pitching change here at Memorial Field. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. You're listening to KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. We're on 92.1 FM, 1460 AM, and our Internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. 
in Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Our pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you, and it is Dawson Stutz. Stutz was warming up last inning. The first man he'll face is the cleanup hitter, Mike Burnham, with two on and one out, a fastball taken for a strike. So Tyson Nelson started off with a one-out single. Then Braden Robinson drew a 3-2 walk. It was 3-0, then 3-2, and the 3-2 pitch was outside. Four to third innings for Riley Miller. Two walks, five strikeouts, five hits. He hit a batter, and he did have three wild pitches. Stutz bounces it. Ball one. One and one. And what you're asking your pitchers to do here is to throw strikes. Carney's up seven to one in the fifth. But Grand Island's a potential here with two on and one out. And your cleanup hitter in there in the big first baseman, Mike Berman. The one one pitch stuts out of the stretch. It is just going to miss away. Ball two. Sam Hartman would be next. He's flown to left, he's flown to right. Another baseball action tonight. In the bottom of the fifth, Columbus leads Hastings 4-2. to two. Hastings has won seven of their last eight, eight of their last nine, excuse me, after the win against Carney last night. And there's one low and away, ball three. So, Burnham has watched four pitches go by, and he's ahead in the count, three and one. Stutz the first batter he's faced here in relief. Out of the stretch, the 3-1 pitch. Swung on and hit it to left center field, but tracing over is going to be the left fielder, Cole, Cole, excuse me, Kale Conrad, and he'll haul it in right there by him was Bruce. Either one could have taken it, but Conrad called him off, and that is a big second out for Carney. Now Sam Hartman with two flyout stands in there, two on, two out. Here in the fifth, 7-1. Carney hoping to hold and maybe... Get enough offense in the bottom of the inning to finish this thing off. So Hartman stands in there against Stutz. And the first pitch to him is going to be a strike. 0-1-1. Again, our umpires tonight, Troy Lanham behind the plate, Dan Schmidt doing the bases, then they'll flip-flop for the JV game. Again, a reminder, we've got Carney Baseball at the Hack Tournament at noon Thursday from Lincoln. The pitch, way outside. Ball two, ball one, one and one. They will take on Lincoln Northstar, a team that beat them just this last Saturday, two to one. For Grand Island, they get Lincoln high. That's also at noon. Either team wins, they play at three in the quarters. Either team loses, and they have to play one more at six. And the one-one pitch from Stutz. Call and strike two, kind of a late call. One ball, two strikes. Again, that was one where Robinson was set up outside, or uh, Myers was set up outside, and he hit the glove. Grand Island fans, not a big fan of that one. But now Stutz ahead of the count. One ball, two strikes, two outs with two on. The pitch. Strike three called. That one was probably a little better than the last one, and Stutz comes in and able to put the fire out. So no runs on one hit. There were no errors, and two men left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth. It is Kearney 7, Grand Island 1, here on ESPN Tri-Cities. 
Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615. Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. Hello, producer engineer Grant Ty. I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you back here at Historic Memorial Field for Kearney High School Baseball. Kearney and Kearney Catholic players, of course, out there. For the third time, Corbin Rich will lead off the inning. Of course, Kearney batted around the second, putting him there in the third. He's two for two today, and he'll look at a sweeping breaking ball outside for ball one. Corbin Rich, Creed Martin, Seth Altwine, the scheduled hitters. Carney again, two in the first, five in the second, but have managed just one hit the last two innings. They do lead it 7-1. Ryan Williams has done a good job as Rich pops it into right field. Back, back, Seth Myers, and he can't play it. Boy, that one coasted over his head to the wall. The wind may have played with that one, and then slipping around second and having to dive back in was Corbin Rich. He was trying to pick up his third base coach down there in the headman Brad Archer. I think Rich probably felt that that was going to be caught too, but the wind, just as we say that, is now blowing straight out towards right instead of across towards the right field uh, foul pole. And so Corbin Rich, a leadoff double here in the fifth inning. And again, Carney, five innings. The leadoff man has been up, been on each time. And it looks like they're going to go ahead and take Corbin Rich out for the moment. And the pinch runner will be Lucas Wagner. He was the pitcher last night. Did a good job. So Wagner trots out there to second, and that'll bring up the right fielder, Creed Martin. He walked and scored in the second and struck out in the third. So the change is being made here and being recorded by the home plate umpire. And we're ready to go. So Martin stands in and Ryan Williams, who came in in relief of Tyler Fay, who went an inning in two-thirds, gave up seven hits, seven runs, walked two, struck out two. The pitch from Williams, squaring the bunt, dropping the bunt down, but it spins foul from Creed Martin. Strike one. Seth Altwine is on deck, so there would not be a pinch hitter. Coach Archer going through a series of signs down there again. Even if you bunt him over, that probably gives Bober a chance, who's reached base all three times. He'd be in the hole right now. The 0-1. Squares to bunt, but it's low and away. He pulls the ball back, and it's 1-1. One and one. Doug Duda with you here on KXPN and PlatteRiverPreps.com for Carney High Baseball on this Tuesday night. 
Get a big thank you to athletic director Ryan Hogue, Carmen Grant, all the folks here that help make baseball possible up at Memorial Field. Squaring the bunt again. It's outside. It got away from the catcher, and that will allow the runner to trot down to third. That's going to be a pass ball. Corbin Rich not in there anymore, so Lucas Wagner, the pinch runner, trots down to third. And that'll make it two to one, two and one on Creed Martin. And now, coach talking to Lucas Wagner over there. He does not flash any signs, so there will be no suicide attempt, and Martin will be able to swing away. The pitch, up and away, ball three. So three and one. And Williams not able or unwilling to give up that sacrifice punt. Now down three and one. Martin, it's up, ball four, and runners on the corners, first and third, and that brings up Seth Altwine as Carney tries to end this game by the run rule here in the bottom of the fifth. We also haven't had stolen base in the ball game. As we said, there's only been a couple putouts at first. It's an unusual game from that standpoint. Altwine had a bunt single in the first and then flew out to center in the third. He's the number nine man of the order. Will they square him to bunt? No. Swing it away, but the first pitch, ooh. <laughs> There's a strike outside. That might make up for one last half inning against Grand Island. 0-1. And, and again, that's just our opinion up here. Top of the order next. If you can get on, throw over to first. Obviously, you don't want to make a mistake, so it wasn't his best move. But Burnham slapped the tag on Creed Martin, who's in there safely. Wegner, the pinch runner at third, after the double by Corbin Rich to lead it off here in the fifth. And the fastball is in there for strike number two. So quickly, Altwine is down in the count, 0-2. Reese Bober on deck. Then it would be Braden Anderson. Two on, nobody out here, bottom of the fifth. Carney's up 7-1. But hasn't scored since the second. The 0-2 pitch, a little high. Stayed up. And in, ball one, one and two. There's been some dandy just misses by both of the pitchers or all the guys that have been in there today, which is a total of four now at the moment after Stutz came in for Carney. So a one-two pitch to Altwine. They'll steal and just hold on to it. It's low, and it was a good jump down there by Creed Martin. And with a runner at third, they didn't want a chance, and he got such a good jump. Stolen base for Creed Martin. That was not indifference because he got up to make a look. So runners at second and third, and now the count's 2-2. The pitch, Altwine, high, ball three. And Williams in danger of losing the number nine batter just like he did Creed Martin. Walking the eight and nine guys. But it's still 3-2. Altwine readies for the pitch from Williams. And it's high, ball four. I think Williams just isn't striding through. He's a little tense and keeping it just up. And here comes Kirby Wells to the mound. And there's not much he can do. They have got to find a way to get some outs. Or this game will be run ruled. And they are going to go make the call to the bullpen. This break brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need is specializing in you. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Kearney has the bases loaded and nobody out. And they lead Grand Island by a score of 7-1. We'll be right back. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. 
Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out! Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And welcome back to high school baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. My producer, Grant Ty, just told me that Bob Kendrick is on ESPN television right now with the Negro League Hall of Fame. He's going to be on the Doug and Daddy show next week talking about their anniversary. So looking forward to that. Brandon Bennett will be in studio with me for that. Now let's get back to the action. Reese Bober. Two for two with an RBI, two runs scored and a walk, and he stands up there with the bases loaded and nobody out. Seven to one. John Stoltenberg is the new pitcher here for Grand Island. A senior stands in there, and first pitch will be ball one. Seven one Bearcats. In at the corners, back in the middle for the Grand Island defense. And this one is in there for strike one. Working the outer corner there. It's one ball, one strike. Then it's Braden Anderson, Kale Conrad, Carney trying to Put a big number up here and finish the ball game. It's 7-1. Straight away, basically, in the outfield. The 1-1 pitch outside, ball two. They have been working outside quite a bit now after Carney got off to such a good start. Tyler Fay started the game. Ryan Williams came in, got the last out in the second, got him here into the fifth, but then ran into some trouble. 2-1 pitch to Bober, and that is going to be down the middle for strike two. So two balls, two strikes. Didn't want to offer it that one that was up in the strike zone, but was there, two and two. Anderson waits on deck, trying to put one in play here. Reese Bober and Stoltenberg's 2-2 pitch. Swung on and missed, strike three. Kept it outside. And a big, big, big strikeout here. The Islanders trying to stay in this baseball game. So Bober retired for the first time here this evening. And that'll bring up the third baseman, number two, Braden Anderson. He tripled off the right field wall to drive in Bober in the first and scored. He walked with the bases loaded in the second and also came around to score and then flew out to right in the third. Carney needs a base knock right here in Grand Island trying to get to the sixth. When we're done, the new West postgame show, fastball low and away. Everything's been to the outer corner. So far from the third man on the mound for Grand Island, John Stoltenberg. 1-0. As we said, another senior out there for the Islanders. Stoltenberg, his fourth appearance. 
A six ERA has not figured in any decisions. Throws one in there for called strike one. Kale Conrad on deck. Carney has lit the fuse. Can they blow it up right here? One and one to Anderson. Curve ball up, ball two. But again, every single pitch over the outer quarter of the plate or even farther out for a ball. Two and one, runners get their leads. Nobody being held on. Stoltenberg's 2-1 pitch. Low, ball three. And Anderson now in position to get his second bases loaded walk of the ball game. But if Stoltenberg brings him one, you know Anderson's going to put a move on it. 3-1 pitch from Stoltenberg. Swung on and fouled straight back. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. There's no place like home. See Susan Bice, Teresa DeLate among your home real estate agents. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio. Brought to you by our friends at Broadfoot Sand and Gravel, Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle, and ENT Physicians. Three balls, two strikes, one out, bases loaded, bottom of the fifth, the pitch, outside. Oh, called strike three. Oh, boy. Whew. Brayton Anderson was already taking off his protective gear. And a called strike three. So Stoltenberg has struck out the first two men that he has faced. And Conrad... Singled in the first, struck out in the second, walked in the fourth. Carney, boy, don't leave him loaded, boys. Here's the pitch. Conrad takes it in there for strike one to the lefty. Big, big called third strike against Anderson. It did look like it was outside. The 0-1 pitch to Conrad. Swung on and fouled away. Now it's 0-2. Stoltenberg trying to come in here and play hero for Grand Island. Carney had the bases loaded, nobody out, and now Grand Island's one strike away from not giving up a run here in what looked like could be the end of the ball game. Stoltenberg's old two-pitch to Conrad inside, ball one. One and two, Tanner Johnson would be next. Any way to move it along here for Carney. One ball, two strikes. Conrad comes set. John Stoltenberg brings it home. Fastball swung on and missed, and he strikes out the side after coming on in relief. No runs, one hit, no errors. The bases left juice because of a couple of walks. And we go to the top of the sixth. It remains the same score as it's been since the end of the second. Carney seven and Grand Island one. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. 
Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Well, Dawson Stutz came on in relief for Kearney, for Riley Miller, and he will be out there as we go to the top of the sixth inning. But what a rough one there for Carney. Got the bases loaded in the bottom of the fifth and not able to push across to run. So Jackson Hansen will stand in there, six, seven, and eight. And he'll take the first pitch outside for ball one. He has scored the only Islander run after singling in the second and being driven in by Aarons. He was hit by a pitch in the fourth. Ball two almost happened again. So 2-0. Jackson Hansen, Carson Lighting, Eli Aarons. The first three up here in the top of the sixth for Grand Island. And Dawson Stutz puts it down the middle for strike. Number one, two and one. Seven one after a 2-0 victory against Grand Island. They play again next week. They go up to Norfolk for another double duel. Pitch way outside. Nobody on, so nothing hurt there for Stutz. But he is down in the count. Three balls and one strike. He retired the only two batters that he saw in the fifth inning after Grand Island had two on with one out. Came in and put out the fire there for Riley Miller. And the 3-1 pitch. Outside low again. Ball four. And although the Islanders have only scored the one run. They have put the leadoff man on in four of the six innings. And that'll bring up Carson Lighting. Nope, we're going to have a pitch hitter for Grand Island. Cole Bauer will check in. It worked last time. Tyson Nelson came in for Juergensmeyer, who was 0 for 2 and promptly singled. Lighting the DH 0 for 2. So they're going to go with Cole Bauer. See if Lightning can strike twice here as he stands in there with the leadoff man aboard here in the top of the sixth. Aaron's waiting on deck, and we're ready to go. Stutz now having to go out of the stretch. Let's see if Hanson wants to be on the move. First pitch is in the middle of the zone, strike one. So Hanson has been on all three times. Single, hit by pitch, walk. The first two times, Miller threw a wild pitch, and he got down to second. But now Stutz is out there. Takes a look over at first and fires at home. Fouled off the catcher's glove for strike two. Foul ball is brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Ryan Bruna or Rhonda Johnson. There's no place like home. 7-1, to one, Carney. They maintain the lead, but left the bases loaded last half inning. Now they're just trying to take care of Grand Island and get out of here with a win. Stutz's pitch. Outside corner called strike three. Getting a little wider out there, but Grand Island goes down looking to Cole Bauer. The second strike out in relief for Stutz, and that'll bring up the center fielder, Eli Ahrens. Singled in the only run for Grand Island in the second, and then had a sacrifice fly to right in the fourth. So the Islanders center fielder. Waves the bat, and we'll take the first pitch outside corner, strike one. 
And it just looks like maybe that zone has expanded a tick to the right-handed batters. And so Aarons just crowds the plate now so that he can cover that outside portion. Let's see if Stutz brings one inside. Curveball, chop foul at the plate. 0-2. To Eli Aarons. And we would have a pinch hitter for Grand Island next. Jake Zester would come in. We had him come in and run earlier in the ball game. 0-2 pitch to Eli Aarons. Set up outside again, and it is way outside. Myers fakes the throw down to first. Hanson had gotten a ways away, but no throw. One ball, two strikes. Checking the runner, taking a little extra time. And now Stutz brings it home outside again. Ball two. To the number eight hitter, Eli Aarons. Already walked one. Then a strikeout. Now after an 0-2 count, trying to get him to swing at something out of the zone. 2-2 pitch. That one is fouled back to the screen. And the count remains. When we are done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show will have the final stats, a chat with Carney assistant coach Matt Conant. And we'll update you on other sports news that we have. Columbus still leading Hastings as they go to the top of the seventh, 4-2. The pitch. Chop foul down the third baseline. So it again stays two balls and two strikes. We've got Royals baseball tonight on the breeze, 94.5. That'll get underway at 7-10 with the first pitch. Royals dropped the first game of that 10-game homestand last night, 10-3. Trout went deep. Onati had a good day. Here's one right down the middle. 2-2 pitch is called. Strike three to Eli Aarons. And he'll go down on strikes. And that'll bring up Jake Zesker. He stands in there for his first plate appearance, replacing Seth Myers, who was 0-2. The second pinch hitter of the ball game of the inning, we should say, for the Islanders. So the leadoff walk, Jackson Hansen remains at first. They'll throw back to first after the pitch is outside. And Corbin Rich, the ball popped out of his glove. I'm not sure he even realized it. Those first basemen have had some trouble this year for Kearney High. In fact, I think Coach Archer has told him we're throwing away all first baseman gloves, but that might be what he's wearing down there today. It is Corbin Rich. 1-0 pitch, swung on and popped up. It's going to get out of play down the right field line, just past the stands. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. So 1-1 to Zesker. With two outs here at the top of the sixth. Hanson standing over at first. It's still 7-1, Carney. It's been that way since the end of the second inning. Boston beats Minnesota today 4-2. Oakland over Arizona 7-5. The Mets beat Phillies 4-3 in eight innings. That's the first game of a doubleheader, so they play seven innings, and the pitch is outside. Ball 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. Wenzel would be next for the Islanders. Toronto leading the Yankees 3-0 going into the top of the fourth. Cubs and Brewers scoreless through one. Creighton Volleyball plays tomorrow against Moorhead State. First round of the NCAA tournament at 2.30. Huskers Thursday at 2.30. Fastball hit towards right field. And back is Creed Martin. Back, back, back. And it's off the wall. How about that for Zesker? He's going to get two. Oh, he tripped over second base. 
He was going to third. He was trying to find Wells, his third base coach. But how about that? Gets his chance to pinch hit here late in the ball game, and the second run of the ball game for Grand Island as Jake Zesker gets a double off the right field wall. That'll make it seven to two as Hanson comes all the way around to score. Top of the order, Braden Wenzel. Singled in the first, lined out to right in the third, and grounded out to shortstop in the fifth. Back to the top of the order for Grand Island. The shortstop. So Wenzel, one for three. Wenzel. Trying to maybe knock another one across here. Make it a little more respectable. Tyson Nelson, who singled in his only at bat, waits on deck. Now Stutz ready to fire at home, and there's strike one. Riley Miller went four to third. Stutz now in his second inning of work here in the sixth. Taking plenty of time now out there on the mound. Comes set with the 0-1 pitch to Wenzel. Outside ball one. One ball, one strike. Grand Island four and four on the season. They've had a couple of rainouts already this season. They are a back and loaded ball club. Again, Stutz checks everything around. Still not ready. And finally, time called. After the hack tournament, they have a game at Lincoln North Star on Monday. They go back to Pius on Tuesday, so a lot of interstate time. And then up to Norfolk on the 24th, that Saturday, for the double duel with Carney again. And the 1-1 pitch finally on the way to Braden Wenzel. And he will take it outside, ball two. So things have slowed down a bit here. Carney High has been in control the whole game, but haven't been able to finish it out yet. Three and one outside. I don't know the last time I saw a pitcher throw one inside. Not a lot of breaking balls, but everything has been up or outside for the last couple of innings for each team. Three balls, one strike here to the man at the top of the order. Shortstop, Braden Wenzel. And the pitch swung on. Even that was out. Strike two, three and two. Down at second is Zesker after the RBI double. Seven to two, Carney. Top of the sixth here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you at Memorial Field. Carney seven and nine looking for number eight before they go into the hack tournament. They are the eight seed. Grand Island the seven seed. And the pitch, three, two, fisted foul. 50 cents for every foul ball return. There have been quite a few foul balls in our baseball game today. As we said earlier, most of the outs in the game have been flyouts. We have had hardly any put outs at first via ground outs. A couple force outs at second. Three balls, two strikes, two outs. Stutz. Trying to strike out the side with a couple of guys around it. He fouls another one out of play. Foul ball brought to you by Home Real Estate. The Nebraska volleyball team again wanted to mention 2.30. That game will be on KHAS 104.1 FM and 12.30 AM on Thursday at 2.30 against either Texas State or Utah Valley. Stutz again, the 3-2 pitch. And that one's going to be popped up, but it gets out of play. Myers takes a look, but it's back here in the stands. Let's keep it a going. 
Nine pitch at bat now for Wenzel. Carney JVs competed over in the Lexington Golf Invite today at Lakeside Country Club and Spa. Stutz, 3-2, trying to get the out. And the pitch, low and away. Ball four. So two walks and two strikeouts around the Zesker double here in the sixth for Grand Island. Runners at first and second. And our home plate umpire needing some more baseballs, it looks like. Walks over to the Kearney dugout. And Mr. Lanham picks those up. So now here comes Tyson Nelson. Pinch hit. Came into the game in the fifth. For Jurgensmeyer now playing third. And oh, here comes Brad Archer. Are we going to get another pitching change? Boy, I thought we were about one swing of the bat away from this game being well over. And now... Here we go. Pitching change made. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us. Specializing in you. And Kearney is going to go get Cal Higgins and say enough of this. That's, at least that's what's in the mind of Brad Archer. We'll take a break and be right back. It is 7-2 Kearney. Insurance Connection and Kearney wish all the athletes good luck. At Insurance Connection, we strive to make you feel like family. Whether you're looking for home, business, life, or auto insurance, we are here to help. With locations in Kearney, Gibbon, and Grand Island, our mission is connecting people and insurance with care. Contact John, Ray, Jamie, or Jaylene for more information about a policy from Encova Insurance at 308-237-0914 or ins-connect.net. Stop by our office at 2615. Second Avenue, proud supporter of Carney Baseball. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why experience Experience matters to us, specializing in you. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. First pitch from Cal Higgins. Drops it in there for a strike. He was the starter and struck out 16 in the win against Grand Island on Thursday. And they're trying to put out the fire here with two outs in the sixth. Fastball, strike two. He's going to pepper the zone to Tyson Nelson, who singled last inning, one for one. Both men on base. Zesker at second. Wenzel at first. Again, Couple of walks, couple of strikeouts. Dawson Stutz went one and two thirds. And a swing and a miss. And that'll end things. Excuse me, one and a third for Stutz. And Cal Higgins comes in and gets the strikeout here to put away Tyson Nelson. So there was one run via one hit. There were no errors and two men left on. We go to the bottom of the sixth. It's Carney, seven. 
Grand Island 2 on ESPN Tri-Cities. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home. And I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. More than 10 years of doing things the right way have led to over a decade of trust between Buffalo Roofing and local homeowners benefiting from quality workmanship and products. From storm damage repair to updating the look of your home with new siding and gutters. Trust the company that's built itself on trust. When it comes to roofing, siding and gutters, local is best. Buffalo Roofing of Kearney. Voted best of Kearney five years and counting. Proudly supporting Carney Baseball. All right, let's go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It's 7-2, Carney leading Grand Island here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And Tanner Johnson will lead it off here, followed by Easton Bruce, Max Myers, the four, five, six batters here for Carney. And Tanner Johnson will stand in there looking for his first base hit. And take one a little low. One and oh. So he has grounded into a fielder's choice, grounded out to second, and flew out to center as he faces John Stoltenberg. Next pitch is in there for strike one, one and one. Stoltenberg came in and struck out the side with the bases loaded and nobody out last inning and kept Grand Island's hopes alive and kept the game going. And the pitch to Johnson, breaking ball in there, strike two. Stoltenberg throwing some nasty stuff here, one and two. He's looking for his fourth straight strikeout against the meat of the Carney order. And the pitch swung on and fouled away, poking that to the opposite field. Brought to you by Home Real Estate. See Mike Lewis or Mark Shipperwright among your agents. High School Baseball on ESPN Radio. Brought to you by our friends at Home Real Estate, Great Western Bank, and the Bike Shed. The 1-2 pitch to Johnson. Stayed up, tried to take a little something off of it. It's ball 2-2-2. For Carney, they will be away from home for a little while. I'll tell you about that after this pitch. 2-2 pitch to Johnson. Fouls it away again. After the hack tournament, then Monday they go to Millard North. Creighton Prep comes in next Saturday, excuse me, next Thursday for a doubleheader. And we'll have that for you here on ESPN. And then they're off till the end of the month. Swung on and missed. Johnson down on strikes. And we talked the young man up how hot he had been lately, but not today. And Johnson down on strikes for the first time, and that is four straight strikeouts for John Stoltenberg. Easton Bruce popped up to the second baseman, singled in the second, and flew out to left in the fourth. So again, Carney had seven hits in the first two innings, just two hits since then, and here's a called strike. Just when you start feeling good about the offense that has not been there lately. Kind of back in a little bit of a doldrum here. And the pitch in there for strike two. 
0-2. Carney fans thought that one might have been a little up in the zone. And Bruce, 0-2. He can work the count. There's no doubt about it. He will pop that one into center field. Coming in is Eli Aarons. He gets under it. He waits for it, and he makes the catch for out number two. So six straight retired here for Carney, and that'll bring up the catcher, Max Myers. Struck out, flew out to right, and lined out to right. And promise you those Lexington golf results. Ogallala wins it by three shots over McCook. Grand Island Northwest was third, eight shots back. Then Gothenburg, the Kearney JV, finished in fifth. Look at the individuals here in a minute. Myers grounds it into the hole into left field. Base hit. Max Myers, his first of the ball game. And Kearney with a two-out single. That'll bring up Corbin Rich. Kearney JV's Dylan Dalstead. Able to shoot 74 today and win it by two over Caleb Castillo of Ogallala. Joey Holling of Northwest did finish in fourth today in that Lexington Golf Invitational. Also had some tennis results that we can uh, pass along to you. They were busy day over in Lex. And Rich stands in there. The pitch from Stoltenberg is going to be high for ball one. Rich is three for three today, his best day or best game of the year. Singled and scored in the second, singled in the third, and doubled in the fourth. The pitch, high, ball two. So 2-0. Two and oh. And the pitch. Doesn't want to groove one here. And that one's actually going to be over the inner half for a strike. We were talking last half inning how it didn't seem like any of the pitches were in the inner half. We finally get one right there. Two balls, one strike. And looks like we're going to have a courtesy runner. Carney going to put a courtesy runner in here for Max Myers. I don't know if Coach Archer just kind of forgot or decided, yeah, let's get you in here. And we got two outs in the inning, let you get your gear on. Plus, that will allow Ethan Maracek to come into the ballgame. So, Maracek in there to courtesy run with two outs here in the bottom of the sixth, and Carney on top by a score of seven to two. It was seven to one after two. Two one pitch to Rich from Stoltenberg. Outside, ball three. Creed Martin scheduled to be the next batter. Still a JV game to play after this. So a long night for some of the folks. And the 3-1 pitch going to be called strike two. And the count is full. Rich did not offer after that one. That was a little high for his liking. So now the courtesy runner, Maracic, who'd missed a lot of the First half of the season is finally back. Played over the weekend. He'll get to take off on the pitch here from John Stoltenberg. And the 3-2 pitch to Rich. Up and in, ball four. And Rich has reached base all four times here in the ballgame. So now with two out, two on. And Creed Martin will stand in. He's walked twice and struck out once. Good morning. 
Kearney would just love to get some more offense here. Show something here over the last four innings, because hopefully for Kearney fans, they won't have to bat in the seventh with a five-run lead. Two on, two out. Pitches in there for strike one. 0-1-1 to Martin. He has not been down in the count much today with those two walks. Set up a little farther outside, does the catcher, Braden Robinson. Stoltenberg comes back down the middle. Good pitch. Strike two. 0-2 to Martin. Again, Stoltenberg, of the five outs he's recorded, four of them have been via the strikeout. He's trying to get his fifth one right here. And he 0-2 pitch way outside. Ball two. Ball one, excuse me. One and two. Seth Altwine, if he can keep it going here, Creed Martin, Altwine would be next. And Stoltenberg comes set and brings home the 1-2 pitch. Breaking ball that's skied into the air. The shortstop, Wenzel back, back, and they let go. The left fielder comes in, dives, the ball hit the ground. And a run will score. Sam Hartman came a long, long way. And there was communication out there. I think he finally, the shortstop, Wenzel, was called off. But, I mean, he was almost to the infield here. They have a nice strip of green behind the turf dirt or turf-looking dirt here. And he was all the way to that. And they are going to say that is our first error of the ball game by either team. That is a tough one because he hustled so far. But it drives in a run and makes it 8-2. to two, And Seth Altwine stands in. And he'll take a first pitch strike. Strike one. 8-2, Carney, their first run since the second. Stoltenberg comes set. Runners at first and second again. And the pitch in there for strike two. So Carney's number nine hitter, Altwine, had a bunt single and scored in the first. Flew out to center in the third and walked in the fifth. His fourth at bat here in the bottom of the sixth for Carney's number nine man. With two on and two out. All this with two outs. Fastball outside, ball one. Johnson struck out. Bruce flew out to center. Myers singled into left. Rich walked. And Martin reaches on the air. 1-2 pitch now to Altline. Swung on a miss, strike three. And the fifth strikeout for John Stoltenberg. So Cardi does pick up one run on one hit. There was the first error of the ball game and two men left on base. And Carney has a six-run lead as we go to the seventh and final inning. It's Carney eight. Grand Island 2, high school baseball brought to you by our friends at Great Western Bank, making life great. Play ball. Great Western Bank and Kearney is a proud supporter of the Kearney High baseball team and would like to wish all the athletes good luck. Strike three, you're out. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer, business, and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Go Bearcats! 
The Bike Shed in Kearney proudly supports Kearney High Baseball. Our staff has many years of experience and is ready to help you with all your cycling and fitness needs. We carry a full line of bikes, fitness equipment, parts and accessories, and provide service and repair. We assist professional to casual bike riders with bike parts knowledge, support, labor, and custom bike setups. If you'd like to talk to our specialists, call us at 308-234-BIKE or stop in at 1800 North 2nd Avenue. Get fit with help from the Bike Shed in Kearney. Online at headtotheshed.com. We go to the top of the seventh inning here at Memorial Field. Carney, two in the first, five in the second. They've never trailed. They've got an 8-2 lead. Cal Higgins came out and got the last out in the sixth inning, and now he's going to try to put down the meat of the Grand Island order. 3-4-5, Braden Robinson, Mike Berman, and Sam Hartman to get his first save of the year. Higgins, fastball, outside. Ball one. Robinson did double in the third inning. He walked his last at bat. He flew out to short left. The shortstop, Altwine, got it. Here's another fly ball into center field. Easton Bruce now tracking over to right center, calls it and takes it for out number one. That'll bring up the first baseman, Mike Berman. He skied one in the infield that the pitcher at the time, Riley Miller, took, walked in the third and then flew out to left in the fifth inning of play. So he's up there for his fourth at bat. And Cal Higgins, the ace of this Bearcat staff, will throw his first ball a little low. He's got a 101 ERA, but unfortunately, two and two on the mound because of some of the unearned runs that have forced him into losses. He's looking for his first come on and take care of business. And he'll get a strike here. I guess technically it would not be a save. He won't have enough outs to do that. He'll just finish it up, swing it a miss, strike to Mike Berman. One and two. Sam Hartman next. Berman trying to get something going here off Higgins. They couldn't do it Thursday. They haven't done it here. And there's a chopper towards second. Two hopper into the glove of Reese Bober, who finally gets to make a play here. It's the first one grounded to him, as we said. Grand Island, most of their outs have either been strikeouts or flyouts. A lot of balls elevated into the air. And Carney is one out away from their eighth win of the season. Sam Hartman, 0 for 3, flew out to left, flew out to right, struck out to end the fifth. And Cal Higgins trying to finish it off, looking good. And he'll drop one in there a little low, ball one. Off speed to lead it off here to Hartman. Hanson, who's been on base all three times, does wait on deck here for the Islanders just in case they can get something going. Higgins, fastball low, ball two. So 2-0 to Hartman. And it looks like it'll be Braden Anderson against Lincoln Northstar in the first game Thursday, and Higgins would get the second, hopefully against number one Lincoln East, the number one seed now ranked fifth. Fastball taken in there for a strike. 2-1 to Sam Hartman. Bases empty, two outs, top of the seventh, 8-2 Carney. One out away from the victory. Their second straight over the Islanders. The 2-1. Fastball, strike. That was on the inner corner. Hartman was kind of bailing out of there. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. One more to go here for the big man Higgins, and he got him on a check swing. Strike three for his second strikeout. 
And that'll do it. That's actually the first three up, three down of the entire ball game. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on base. And Carney High wins this Heartland Athletic Conference battle against one of their Tri-City rivals as they down Grand Island by a score of 8-2. to two. Again, the teams play next week up in Norfolk. And there's an outside possibility that they could meet on sat on uh, Thursday at the Heartland Tournament, but hopefully that does not happen. That would mean they both got beat. We'll take a break, and the New West Post Game Show is next here on ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Carney. Don't just be a fan of your team. Be a full-blown fanatic at Fanatics. Conveniently located on the bricks, Fanatics is your home for pregame, postgame, or even a food-to-go order during the seventh-inning stretch. Fanatics is your home for the games you can't get to with over 30 HDTVs and everyone's favorite bullpen. Don't forget the famous wings, burgers, pizzas, and the best food and drink specials throughout the week. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney, and online at fanaticscarney.com. Go Kearney Baseball! At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. Hi, I'm Rhonda Johnson, co-owner and realtor at Home Real Estate of Kearney. As a licensed realtor, I can see potential in a house, and I can help clients see it too. Our motto is, there's no place like home, and I enjoy seeing people envision their entire future in a beautiful home that they like. At Home Real Estate of Kearney, our personal touch and first-class help ensure that we are the best agents we can be. Our office phone is 308-234-1080, or our website is www.homecarney.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Man, Cooper, this is hard work. We should call Johnson Landscape. That's right, boys. Landscaping is hard work, and not to mention, most people just don't have the time. Don't worry, that's exactly why we're here. Johnson Landscape has been landscaping the Tri-City area for 20 years, and our professional staff knows how to do the job right and on time. As always, we offer landscaping, sprinkler systems, retaining walls, paver patios, and much more. Ooh, this landscaping is awesome. Good thing we called Johnson Landscape. Check us out on the web at johnsonlandscape.net. 
Now we're back at Memorial Field with the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. We'll talk with assistant coach Matt Conant here in just a couple of moments, but we also want to remind you that we will be with you for both of Carney's games. They are guaranteed to Thursday at the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. The uh, first game for both Kearney and Grand Island, all those opening round games, will be at 12 noon. Kearney will play Lincoln North Star at Den Hurt Hartog Field. That's the one out at Seacrest, Lincoln East High School. And then if they win that, they stay there to take on the number one overall seed, Lincoln East, at 3 o'clock. If they are beaten, then they would play a 6 o'clock game, which could be either at Hartog or Sherman Field. And uh, Kearney would have to go 2-0 and to make it in to the semifinal round where it could be Pius waiting on the other side. For Grand Island, they'll play Lincoln High at Densmore at noon on Thursday. If they win that, then they would get Archbishop Bergen at Densmore at 3 o'clock. If they lose, they would also have a 6 o'clock game. 8-2, Carney comes away with the victory. For Carney, 8 runs, 10 hits. There was only one Grand Island error, and that was a real hustle play. Uh, 10 men, though, left on base by the Bearcats. Again, they were up 7-1 to one after 2. And for Grand Island, we had them for 2 runs, 6 hits. There were no Kearney errors, and I'm not sure that's happened all year. 9 men left on base. Riley Miller will get the win, 4 and a third innings. He gave up 1 run, 5 hits, struck out 5, walked 2. He hit a batter. He did have 3 wild pitches. Dawson Stutz, 1 and 2 thirds innings, gave up 1 hit, 1 run, walked 2, struck out 3. And then Cal Higgins faced the final four batters and put them all away. One and a third innings, no hits, two strikeouts, and no walks in the ball game. For Grand Island, offensively, Braden Wenzel was one for three with a walk. You had Tyson Nelson come in. He went one for two. Braden Robinson was one for three. He had a double in the third. He also walked in the fifth. Other hits today, Jackson Hansen. He was one for one. He singled and scored. He walked and scored, and he was hit by a pitch, so he was the only man on each and every time. Eli Ahrens had a single and a sacrifice fly. He was one for two. And Jake Zesker, in his pinch-hitting appearance, had an RBI double in the sixth inning, and that was the offense for Grand Island. For Carney High, Reese Bober was two for three. He had two singles, two runs scored. He also had a walk. Braden Anderson was one for three. In the first inning, he tripled off the wall to drive in a run, and he scored. He walked and scored in the second and then flew out and struck out. Kale Conrad was one for three with a single and a walk in the ball game. Easton Bruce was one for four with a single. That was a two-out, two-run single in the second inning of play. Max Myers singled in his final at bat. Corbin Rich came alive today. He was three for three with a walk. He had a double and two singles and a run scored. Creed Martin had a walk and a couple walks in the ball game and reached on the only air. And Seth Altwine had a bunt single and a walk in the contest. And now Matt Conant has joined us here. And Coach, uh, I don't know, there was a lot of good things, but I think the first thing we look at, zero errors. Yeah, no. Zero errors. That's yeah, that that's was, just huge. That was, that was definitely big. Um, and we're capable of that. I mean, we put what we think is our best lineup out there today defensively um, with uh, Anderson at, at third and Rich at first and, and uh, Creed out and right. I mean, I think that's our best defensive 
defensive option. Um, so we knew that going in. Now another reason, and, and you guys have dropped some fly balls, but it was it was so strange the putouts at first. There were hardly any. You yeah. guys only had two throws over to first for yeah. putouts of of the 21 outs. Today. Yeah, that's that's kind of an odd odd deal, and especially playing here this time of day. You know, you feel bad for your right fielder and your, your right side of your infield because that sun can be a little bit of a bear. And Creed had a couple out there. Yeah, he went for and sure. got him. Yeah, no, he does a nice job. He's kind of our, he's been our uh, our sun guy, whichever whichever way he's got the sun. You know, that's the that's the corner outfield he's going to play that day. That's why we always played at night. Yeah, just in case I got wish, in. I wish we would sometimes. <laughs> well, let's talk about the pitching. Uh, wanted to come out. Not have to maybe go to Cal, but he did his job because you want to save your get your rotation right for Thursday and hopefully beyond this weekend. But Riley came out and uh, for the most part looked pretty strong. Had a couple wild pitches, but outside yeah. of that looked pretty good. Yeah, Riley Riley's been kind of a pleasant surprise this year. We knew we knew kind of what he could potentially do, but you know he's done a nice job of of uh, you know just he's we've been in every game he's thrown you know, and that's really all we're asking these guys to do is just keep him keep him down enough to where we can stay in the game and and, ha- and have a shot and, and he's done that about every time out um you know but the the we we did actually we were planning to use cal for pretty much exactly what we wanted to out there just just basically bullpen for him because he's going to throw the the second game on on thursday grant i don't want to, doesn't want to see him anymore <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's just when you got a guy that can come out there and you can almost tell grant island oh boy and he yeah. just he takes care of four guys, four outs. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, he's always he's going to be around the zone. He's gonna, he's going to make you put the ball in play. He's going to make you swing bat. So um, that puts a little more pressure on on them, knowing that they that they uh, the ball is going to be in the zone and that they're going to have to do something with it. We talked with Coach Archer in the pregame uh, last time we were up here. There was a few changes. Now there's more changes yeah. about not maybe more than he's used to doing uh, over the summertime and here at high school, but Corbin slides down into the seven hole and then he goes crazy today. No. And, and we moved him down and, and Bruce was, was down at three yesterday. And then he was, he was at five today. And, and, you know, it's just kind of a matter of, of, I mean, the, these guys can hit, I mean, they hit all year long, you know, and, and it's just a matter of kind of getting guys jump started and, and Bruce maybe, you know, he was a good contact guy, but wasn't, wasn't walking very much. Um, so we, Slid him out of that that leadoff spot and and uh, got him down into a spot where maybe he could put the ball in play and drive some runs in. All right, Matt. So now we go down to the conference tournament. Uh, that was a dandy the last time with some late games and uh, some extra inning affairs. But uh, it looks like they're doing it a little bit different this year. And as you said, it looks like Braden's going to go against North Star and hopefully get a win so that Cal can take on number one Lincoln East. Uh, what about where you guys again the no errors and hitting the ball? are a couple of things that yeah. you're winning when you're doing those things. Yeah. So I suppose that's what you need to do when you get down there Thursday. Yeah, I mean, we, we've we've shown flashes of it. I mean, the, our biggest problem has been putting multiple games together. Um, you know, we did it there for a couple games. I think we won maybe four in a row. But, you know, these guys need to show themselves that they can put more than that together. You know, more than four is, is, is a definite must because, I mean, we're to get through the – you know, you want to be peaking at the right time here when you get to districts, and and hopefully if you can get through districts. Um, but uh, we we we've shown we can do it. It's just a matter of showing them that okay, we did it today. Now we need to make sure that you know two days from now we do it again. So. All right, Matt. I'll see you in Lincoln on Thursday, yeah, man. Thanks for the best coverage. of luck. Congratulations. Nice win today for the Carney High Bearcats. They beat Grand Island by a score of eight to two, and we'll be back and wrap things up for Memorial Field right after this on the New West Post Game Show. 
Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selection, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Optical Gallery on 39th Street in Kearney. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. High School Baseball brought to you by Great Western Bank, making life great. And a big thank you to our many fine sponsors that allow us to go down to Lincoln. That's tough to do for just about everybody, even for a parent trying to get off work. We will be there Thursday, 12 noon, is the first game against Lincoln North Star. Our pregame at 11.45, we'll have the Doug and Daddy show take us right into that because we do have a couple of guests. We're going to be talking about the Team Jack Gala with Kylie Docker Thursday, and Storm Coach Anthony Noreen is going to be with us uh, as well. Tomorrow, UNK Volleyball Coach Rick Squires will be here. Columbus does defeat Hastings 4-2, so uh, Hastings now drops just their second game out of their last 10, and Columbus is the number five seed in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Of course, we saw them here win that pitcher's duel over Carney by a score of a 2-1. to one. So that's the story from here. Carney with a five-run second inning. Uh, the big difference of the ball game here this evening as they beat Grand Island for the second straight time, 8-2. to two. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today for our producer engineer, Grant Ty. I'm Doug Duda. Thanks so much for listening to Carney High Baseball here on ESPN Radio. We'll be back with you Thursday at 12 noon from Lincoln. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.